Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Dog. Hey, folks, we're here at Podcast the Ride Celebruary event, where the brightest stars in Hollywood Sky are out for the Planet Hollywood episode, featuring restaurant maven and self-proclaimed sicko Robert Earl, chicken tendies covered in Captain Crunch, and a disconnected New York telephone number. Pat Castles joins Mike, Scott, and Jason here on Podcast the Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride presents Celebruary, a month-long celebration of celebrity-owned restaurants. I'm Scott Gardner, and I just want to let you guys know right away, I feel like that maybe there is some kind of celebruary curse that has befallen myself, that has previously befallen you guys, because for once, I am the one who is dealing with uh, big stomach issues. What? I don't know what happened to me, and I think maybe, I think, I think it could be because of what we're doing because we are talking about so many uh insane bad restaurants this this may be prime among them uh, uh for uh, further thoughts let me go to last episode stomach issue haver jason sheridan i scott it's i am on the exact opposite footing now i feel uh i feel great Oh, good. Uh, I have since had Taco Bell again and felt uh, perfect, felt fine, <laughs> and I could not be more excited for today's topic. One of my rider dies, and I know I'm going to be alone in that respect. Oh, hang but on. I love well, it. now let me. Now I'm referring to the food only, but uh, I, I gotta I will, go to I'll bat. take that. I'm gonna go to bat for some of that too. For the food and I, too. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> Not Ooh. all of it, but some of it. I'm excited to hear. But let me let me second you in the ride or die for this topic. I I am thrilled. Uh, okay. I'm not sure I've had so many tabs to pull open. We see how many we'll see how many we'll get through. Uh, but let me check in on excitement level and stomach health level with Mike Carlson. Uh, hi, I'm here, and yes, my well, my stomach is fine. I feel like it's been better. I feel like I needed a lot more sleep yesterday. I played tennis yesterday, and as an tennis, older man, we're still it's still tennis well, in I'm 2022. Back. I'm back to playing. I took a couple a couple months off because of my Achilles tendons, but mm-hmm. those have healed. But now my shins seem to be sore. <laughs> uh, but I feel like the tiredness is affecting my whole body. So my stomach, I would say, is medium. It's fine. It's not bad, but okay. it's not like it was a little gurgly after I had some lunch. So. Sure, it's not sure. perfect, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would think after looking at pictures of all these menus, I'm a big uh, psychosomatic illness. I believe that happens <laughs> a lot with people. So, Scott, I think if you're seeing all of these pictures of blue drinks, like I know you don't you specifically like blue drinks, I feel like makes your stomach turn. So That's I feel like right. perhaps it's now been just sort of like your brain is now playing tricks on you as if it's digesting one of these delicious sugary alcoholic beverages and you're almost going through you're having a phantom digestion 
right yeah. now. I think that might be it. Yeah, yeah. And, and which could have something to do with looking at the exteriors or interiors of these restaurants. Yeah. Now, let, now, again, I'm not, these are not bad things necessarily. Again, I'm thrilled to be talking about all of it of because today is Planet Hollywood. It's the big dog. It's the, uh, in a month of celebrity owned restaurants, it is the biggest restaurant owned by the most celebrities, <laughs> um, sort of, I guess, uh, yes. to varying percentage degrees. Uh, and uh, uh, we've got a great guest joining us uh, from a city that is home to one of the few remaining Planet Hollywoods in the world slash the country. You're very lucky. Uh, so we need to know what, the, what that's like. I'm talking about New York City, and the guest I'm talking about is a Emmy-winning writer for Full Frontal with Samantha B, and a before that, a longtime writer-performer for College Humor. It's Pat Cass. Hi, Pat. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, so I didn't thrilled know to be here. until you told me. I didn't realize that. The, I did not know there were so few lefts in the, on the planet. On yeah. the planet. And I want to uh, break the bad news to everyone that there is uh, recently seemingly one less left that very Times Square location. What? Yeah, I looked uh, it up. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, wait. So I, I'm wrong? So there isn't one well, in your... temporarily closed. Is it closed? Oh, closed? okay. It's temporarily closed, but the phone is also disconnected. I called. Uh, <laughs> you called them? <laughs> I called because I had heard a podcast. I had heard on, on the podcast, What a Time to Be Alive. They casually mentioned the Times Square Planet Hollywood being closed. And then there was a massive uh, article about Planet Hollywood from not too long ago in Esquire, where they're talking about Planet Hollywood during the pandemic in New York doing takeout. But it, it's okay. seemingly not open now. And it's not on the website at the moment. It's not on the wow, official. it's off like, the website? It's off the Planet Hollywood website. Oh, oh, that's not good. I, man, I was there. I went there pretty close to like beginning of pandemic, weirdly enough. Just like it's probably like one of the last restaurants I went to before March wow. 2020. Um, wow. So you could have been one of the last ever. This You might have been one of the final I diners. Not, but maybe. I don't know. Wow. But it was open well. then. But yeah, it, it, the, yeah, Google says temporarily closed, but I don't know. Maybe it's uh, it certainly doesn't seem Times Square seems like a lot of turnover happens there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 and being that it's all like the 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 property values there have to be crazy, and I feel like yeah. even I think during pandemic, like the whatever the landlord was sued this location <laughs> for right. not paying. Okay, okay, sure, it's yeah, one of just those a casual five million dollars in back rent. <laughs> This is going to that's going to be a frequently said stat, I think, throughout this month. There's a lot of that. Uh, um, I well, then, well, why don't why don't we start there? I mean, we can dive into your your feelings about the place and any history you have, Pat. But like, what's what, give me the latest? What was it like uh, as close to the pandemic and possibly the closing uh, uh, as, as it could have been? Um, well, it, we. I normally go to those restaurants in Times Square. Like anytime I see, I don't see that many like theatrical like plays or musicals. Uh, nor do I go to MSG that much. But so when I do, though, I always try and pair it with a outing to some kind of Times Square restaurant, just because it's like I'm here. I'll never be here. You know, I'm here once a year, Times Square. Mm -hmm. And so I think we were seeing. No, we were seeing Beetlejuice the musical. Oh great! What an evening! Beetlejuice musical, and we were like, "Let's just go here." I mean, see, it was it was pretty empty. It was quite empty. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a dude there working like on a laptop, 
like in the corner, which is kind of a bad sign for like a fun restaurant. Mm. <laughs> and, and like um, a family fun. Like it's supposed to be every table's crawling with birthdays and celebrations. Yeah, and- it was definitely not at its best. It was like definitely not full. But I'm not sure when, when's the last time it was full ever. I'm not really sure. Yeah, maybe opening night and that was it. <laughs> right. Well, they have mostly celebrities are there they have 14 different hollywood stars there <laughs> right right yes yeah these well i think they all started strong and then it's a slow diminishing this already that location the new york one currently or maybe not currently is like a downsize already that isn't the original one the original new york restaurant was the first planet hollywood okay. ever and it moved to a smaller one still in times square but that's kind of like a uh like a a, a duplex a sublet i don't know what you want to call it with buka to Beppo like you enter <laughs> this weird little alley way and then you go one direction I think for Buka and the other way for Planet Hollywood so it's already sharing the space and we're like cramming the props together much more so than it used to be it's kind of like a mystery like it's a it's a it's a it's a coin toss <laughs> yeah they keep it deliberately <laughs> confusing I will uh, say though the uh like as empty as it was though it's still like the, all the props that were there when they stopped being popular are still there. So it still has that. I, you, you were saying earlier, the ambiance is like food, notwithstanding the ambiance rules. And like, if you're like, I am, I assume you guys are like a really big fan of like mid nineties, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, yeah. the perfect museum. I'm sure <laughs> we'll get into all this and like what's actually there and stuff like that. But it was, yeah. Sure, so sure. for me, it was just like a great museum to walk around and be like, oh, it's this, it's that, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did, w- did anything stand out? Do you recall anything from uh, from the that? Big, visit? The real big one was we were eating un- like literally we looked up, we were eating lots of, you know, the, like probably 17 Terminator things is like the first thing you say. Yes, but then, yeah. um, we realized halfway through we were eating under. There's a lot of ceiling stuff over there. You know, if you look up, there's a lot of like the bus from speed is like literally hanging above you but it was um my favorite thing was dorothy from twister you know dorothy oh the like the machine with the, the ping machine, pong balls yes, there wow you jeez the dorothy the full dorothy you're saying with because dorothy okay uh, remind me dorothy is the machine but there has the little like balls that yeah exactly be, like, oh i'm not sure the balls up. were in there though Okay, because I really, the balls for me would be the big draw. <laughs> That's killer, yeah. As far as Dorothy's concerned. And Those are in the Malta the location. On them, the little propellers yes, right, right. at the end. Yeah, yeah. And they would spin inside the, the cycle. I can't confirm the presence of uh, the little individual okay. things in there. Okay, well, Jason will get on the phone again, hopefully, if they reopen. <laughs> I mean, I kept trying. I kept looking. There weren't a lot of reviews recently. You know, then lots of information about the Malta one on the website. The newest, <laughs> the newest one opened in 2019. Malta? Malta. Yes. New. The small island of Malta. Yeah. New. The, before but, uh, that, the Los Angeles International uh, Terminal at LAX. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but these the thing with these is it's not the it's not the trash it's not the like the, the like the room with too much going on and props exploding off of every wall and like big uh, kooky sunglasses in the bathroom and that kind of thing I think like the the new vibe is like the vibe of everything in the I in the two thousands and twenty ten is very sleepy and just kind of sleek and like like the Vegas one was another move where it was a big crazy trashy one and now it's like a much smaller it does feel like an airport restaurant so i don't like this that's happened to the brand yeah i i remember being at caesar's 
in college and going like, oh my God, there's a Planet Hollywood. And watching the watching like in the middle of all these expensive shops as they just dropped a Planet Hollywood and then watching the walkthrough like in the opening, it's like, oh my God, it's across from a Brookstone and down the way from a Warner Brothers store. This is the most 90s time capsule footage <laughs> oh, I've ever yeah. seen. Do yeah. the new ones have like legitimate Hollywood props in them? Like the way the old ones do? Not yeah, not a lot. I mean, I I excitedly texted my girlfriend like, "There's still one in Vegas. The one in Caesars. It moved. It's still there. It's at the top of the spiral escalator at the forum shops." <laughs> um, and it seems like they have a few, but the one in LAX does not appear to be dire- uh, decorated at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just like primary <laughs> colors. It's really boy. It looks like a weird, like an office lobby. It's 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 so oh, boring. I thought you meant the '90s movie primary yeah, colors. Yeah, now Scott, oh. that would be a big get if they had some primary colors. I bet yeah. you. I'm sure one of them has like you know John Travolta's blazer or <laughs> from the wig. wig. The wig. Yes. Did he wear the white wig? I, I, think he's I assume he dyed his well, hair white, but I could be right. wrong. He was dyed, probably. Could have yeah. been real hair. Yeah, yeah. I don't know but much that, about that's that president. That kind of. My favorite props there are like not the Terminator skeleton. It's like the really random forgotten right. movies. There's a there's a great I think it was on air. Jason, you probably heard the story a million times. There's an unaired UCB show sketch um, that Walsh and Besser did um, where they did a prank and it was at a Planet Hollywood. And basically what the gist of it was is they made a giant fake glove that looked like maybe like a Mad Max like Spikes Road Warrior <laughs> and they they snuck it into the restaurant. And all of a sudden, like when they made sure no waiter was looking, they just dropped it on the table and pretended one it fell on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. like I forget if there was fake blood or not, but like it was like Walsh or Besser was just like, ah, this fell. So like all of a sudden people were freaking out, like running over to them, like worried about like, you know, getting sued or whatever. And they uh, I forget if Besser and Walsh was like, we kept asking over and over again, oh, what movie is this from? <laughs> What movie is this? I don't even know what movie this is from. But then I guess somebody found out, and they could never—they never got the rights to air the the prank or anything. No. I mean, like to go there. It is a very ceiling. The ceiling is just filled with stuff in that yeah. place. It's like everything's hanging from. The, another thing that the New York one was the independent. All the little miniatures, Independence Day, like the spaceships and stuff, are there. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So it seems like a high high probability of. Of a, of a prop falling on you um, Jason, and a, a nude a semi nude is it was it stallone like a mannequin <laughs> like a body double of a mannequin of like stallone in a speedo from i don't know if it was demolition man or something oh, it is he is naked man. in demolition man because he's in the yeah. when he gets frozen he's naked he gets frozen it's a cryogenic like, tube i think he in the movie i assume he's just naked but they in, in the restaurants they had to put in like black fabric <laughs> to cover up the crotch zone and one thing this was one where i was i kept thinking like i feel like i've seen that at every one of them and i was looking around other comments places that said yeah i've seen this at every i think this is one of the mass produced every single planet hollywood had the naked which you could eat a family could eat directly under <laughs> a tube with stallone naked and, and weird fluid and you could I have your meal there <laughs> i have maybe more than once wow Wait, are you saying am i naive i are you saying like they reproduce the stuff 
Some of them, because I also, okay. I remember always thinking. That's okay. It's a little heartbreaking, but that's fine. I mean, I don't think all of it, but I, but at least that one feels like it was everywhere. And don't you guys feel like, I don't know, we can get into which planet Hollywood's people have been to, but I feel like even as a kid, I was like, there, boy, there was a lot of, lot of Terminator robots. Seems like there are enough to go <laughs> yeah. around. I get Judge Dredd too, I would say. I feel like there were a ton of Judge Dredd suits. They may have needed them for the movie, but that, yeah, that naked Stallone tub, I don't, I, I, t- t- too, but. I don't have a good yeah. feeling about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, th- I think this is, uh, uh, just in case, yeah, I have a photo of it here. Uh, I'm assuming this is the one you guys are talking about. Ugh. That's him. That's him. <laughs> That's a worse photo than I had seen. That's a particularly odd. He's like, Wait, maybe he's really straining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's, I just want to, yeah, sketch yourself for the listener. Imagine like a slightly taller baby pool that is clear and you can see through the sides and it is no water in it. And there is a pretty realistic wax figure of a naked Sylvester Stallone with just uh, like maybe a sock covering his penis. A black. It looks like half of a thong. Yeah, he looks like he was maybe like there was some sort of a like he was killed in the middle of a pose somehow like he got shot by like a death ray and it froze him in this position. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like this you're seeing the last moment of his life as he was like panicked um, naked with a sock covering his genitals. I also believe he's in this plexiglass like bowl. You can actually, if you pay enough, they, they will fill that with liquor and you could drink it like a scorpion bowl. Um, that, it's, the, that, it's the most expensive thing you can get at Planet Hollywood. Yeah, bachelorette parties can can get it. It's a big package, part of the package, and they can yeah. uh, they can actually get in the pool with him. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> drink it out, yeah, yeah. Drink it out off of his butt. Yeah. Uh, bachelor parties can pay. Uh, and they don't get a drink. They just get to borrow the casual slacks from The Hangover, which I saw. Uh, <laughs> the New York location, uh, uh, there's a, there was a video walkthrough from a few years ago, and it's like, wow, they have all the casual wear from The Hangover. Like, all the main guys, all their polos and Oxford shirts and khaki slacks. Wow, okay. Now, d- does that include the baby Bjorn that Alan has? or It, it just seemed like they had the busy uh, graphic tee he wore. I, 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 it was hard to tell. I don't think it had the baby Bjorn. Wow. I, there, I, I love this... yeah, the, the least... It, so the, the only actual notable piece of wardrobe from that movie that they don't have. <laughs> just the, Yeah, just the business casual clothes. But they have those. <laughs> That's true. They do have the clothes. They have Ed Helms' polo. <laughs> the plain shoes they wore. The whole... All the notable wardrobe. I, I, there's going to be a lot of screen sharing happening here. And I, I, I would like to share a little... Because I, I got to go to the New York location a little bit... Uh, a, a little further in time which was um for my this was in may 2019 and my wife and i were celebrating our fifth wedding anniversary and we did so in new york city um i don't look it would be kind of on brand to say that we did the dinner at planet hollywood but i'm not that bad of a husband we were <laughs> on our way to the good dinner that we got and it went like walking towards it like oh, yeah, but maybe we should do yeah. <laughs> oh yes yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> might if we go the other way on the stairs real quick <laughs> 
Um, no, it seemed so like, oh, what a good way to kick it off would be with with champagne from the Planet Hollywood bar. Uh, so really quick, here's... Do I have too many tabs open where I can't even... It's not even showing me the iPhoto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, possibly. Uh, uh, well, I, oh, here we go. Uh, it was minimized. So here's some, some memories. Uh, 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 my wife and I amped, like super thrilled to be there. Yeah, um, yeah. And strolling... Behind the, you was the uh, the the like Walk of Fame, but on the wall. Oh yes, that's not because yeah. There, there, there's a thing to point out uh, decor wise is that they've always had hands in cement, mm-hmm. a la the Chinese theater in Hollywood. But they put them up. They put them up on the wall, and they and they kind of put them diagonal, and that's their their twist. But in this case, the like to get it super current and or futuristic, they're like. LED <laughs> what do you wow, uh, yeah. they're they're like uh, not even hologram those aren't as cool as hologram I, I don't know but technically yeah it's celebrity handprints back there I don't know who of who this point at this point like do they really does anyone know Planet Hollywood favors today Man, I forget I, I mean we took a photo and my friends and I last time we were there we took a photo in front of that thing and I can't remember I mean it's probably like you know it's the usual suspects of like Schwarzenegger Stallone Willis Julia still- Roberts, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melanie Griffith. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> now, I'm trying to get who's like a who was a rising star then that is no longer like a I don't know. I think Chaz commentary. Casper Van, <laughs> Van Dean. Casper Van Dean, yeah. Lori John Petty, Claude. Tank Girl. John Claude Van Damme in a lot Lori of the Petty, openings. Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Mm-hmm. Roseanne um, and Sinbad at the the mm-hmm. the TV special for the Beverly Hills playing at Hollywood Comes Home. Oh yes, of course. A fine, a fine piece of uh, uh, primetime programming. Uh, um, so, so here's here's some other favorites. Here's us uh, strolling the not the red carpet. It's kind of red carpet. It's the red zebra carpet, and it's also the red the the dirty red zebra carpet. This is pretty ghastly. The entire staircase up is done in this pattern, and boy, is it walked on. Boy, is it movie theater style. But that's what you want. That's, right? that's the actual carpet from Monkey Bone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, remember that was a big zigzaggy, uh, like. Wow, this is the kind of carpet that Chris Kattan or whoever would have in their house. It's the dirty <laughs> carpet from Monkey Bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I shouldn't have walked on it at all. Yeah. I wish they no, told no, me I would have, but a sidestepped. Yeah, you should have kissed the carpet. <laughs> Thanks for your service, Thank carpet. You, carpet. Uh, but then props. What was stuff that I liked? I'm going to go in order of uh, impressiveness. I'm of course, of, of course, wonderful to see a gray sports almanac from my favorite movie, Back to the Future Two. Who knows how many of those that yeah, there are. I was say these are a dime a dozen they're 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 a dime a dozen but i'm I'm hoping i can i can trust them on it uh we got uh foxy cleopatra's wardrobe from (laughs) gold member austin powers three i mean that's pretty cool that is great um that kind of gives you a sense of like when they stopped updating like that feels current in planet hollywood world this is 2003 or so also like the only place in the world that's like we have Beyonce's wardrobe. No, not not from over concerts. From Goldmember. <laughs> from Goldmember. Like, well, it was. It's an important movie from New York because the uh, summer of two thousand two. We were finally able to laugh again. <laughs> yeah, Jason nine eleven context sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks to Mike Myers and his new beloved character Goldmember. <laughs> it's almost like the guy from Planet Hollywood's like, wait, she's a musician too. 
<laughs> they had no Someone idea. saw the hard rock. Um, so what else we got? Well, I mean, this this also feels current, wow, and this yeah. and is uh, seeing a big '98 Godzilla yeah. head, mm-hmm. and elsewhere from the Emmerich Devlin universe. I think I see some of those Independence Day things back there. Pat, you were mentioning. Oh yeah, um, you're right. You're right. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I didn't need to jump on ship. that. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, we got a uh, we got a tool time hammer. Oh wow! Allen, <laughs> the tool time hammer. This is a hammer wow. touched by Richard Karn. <laughs> this is like you know Thor has a hammer and Richard Karn. This is Richard Karn's hammer, magic hammer. Right. And it's more important to me than Thor's hammer. Yeah. When and and when everyone cheered when Tim Allen got to pick up the hammer. <laughs> That's right. That was a big. We remember this that is episode. like Captain America. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize they had TV memorabilia. I thought it was just movies. I guess a I little guess bit. Yeah, primarily movie. I'm trying to think if there's any other... Well, you know what I know? They used to have... Um, and I think this might have... This might actually now... This might have moved and it now is in the, the studio or the office where they make the show. But I know that it, when I was a kid, I was uh, agog because they had the original Weekend Update sign from Saturday Night Live, like the Chevy oh, Chase. Cool. It was up... What was up on the wall behind... I think maybe now that's now back in the offices. But that's a legit cool one and for a little yeah. comedy dork me at 13 oh my god the chevy chase sign <laughs> yeah that's i i will say i did go to planet hollywood as a child but i don't really remember anything and feel like i wasn't like they didn't have anything batman in there that was going to impress me in whatever the year was did they not I, that feels they like it'd be a, like I a mean, given I, that batman returns i, I wonder think. yeah well but and did you come across the fact mike that they hired the production designer from the tim burton batman oh, wow. movie no i didn't to design the Times square and that's why there's all seemingly why there's all these girders and bent metal and stuff and wow. as i always was like this is like gotham like there's a little bit of batman in this design yeah. in like, between the multicolored zebra prints and the giant uh collages and <laughs> circular uh screens just more like batman villain i guess like it's a, it's a clash of well, hero yeah, and villain within the restaurant like, uh, spices carpet in batman forever um debbie mazar's spice character uh, oh of course r- right that's the Two-Face had two girlfriends. Yes, Drew Barrymore was sugar and Debbie Mazar was spice. And yeah, she would have had like a animal print carpet, I imagine. It does seem like Planet Hollywood is the only place in the world that specifically like, it's not into, it's kind of, it was too early for the Chris Nolan Batmans and it was too late for like the Tim Burton Batman. So it kind of only likes those like Joel Schumacher Batmans, right? Do they have like the old Batman do they have like Keaton's Batman suit there? They've got to have some remnants of that. I don't, it just seems I don't that have mid, like ninety five, ninety six is well, that yeah, Schumacher era where they they were when you know Planet Hollywood could get whatever they wanted. Yeah, that's per- uh, yeah perfect timing. Yes. Well, they're, they're, they're aesthetically so much like the Schumacher, like the like so busy <laughs> yeah, and multiple yeah. levels and lights flashing. And uh, that's what Joel Schumacher's brain looks like. <laughs> yes, he should have. Joel Schumacher should have been a day one Planet Hollywood guy. Oh he yeah, he should have gotten more. some some Ponzi scheme shares. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so I have a quote. Uh, the, the name is Anton First. He was a set designer behind Tim Burton's Batman. And uh, the quote uh, from him in the Esquire article, his mandate first told Esquire in 1991 was to to create a fun place for the jeans brigade, not upmarket or smart. Huh? The jeans brigade 
I think that's like you Us? know the, the hoi polloi, you know the 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 common man. Oh wow, interesting. So that's they, not, because they wear blue jeans. I guess that's what I had never heard the phrase jeans yeah. brigade to refer to like the middle class. Wow, interesting. This guy, this guy only did the first Batman. Yeah. Yes, because okay. it's a very sad story because he like right. got weird issues prevented him from working on returns and that bummed him out. And then he tried to he was going to direct a nightmarish sounding Michael Jackson movie called Midnight with a K. Um, and wait, no, wait, where no. is the K? <laughs> I guess before the N. Yeah, um, um, it's not hiding somewhere you wouldn't expect. Uh, who knows? Instead what, of the I for, it's actually instead of the I, it's a K. It makes no sense. <laughs> sense big nakite is an experimental title um no so he like i think he took this planet hollywood job because his like other projects weren't taken off and then he did it and was like battling some crazy demons and a month after the opening of the first planet hollywood he threw himself off of a building and killed himself it's really crazy and a a bummer to bring up and i don't want to be disrespectful to this this death that occurred but what i found this this i think where i really got fascinated with planet hollywood as an adult was I was on my way I knew I was going to see one at uh, uh, at Disneyland Paris where there still is one and I was reading old articles like oh, that's crazy they still have a really locked in time Planet Hollywood and this article that I read from Los Angeles Magazine almost implied that the decor was so bizarre and depressing that it like that he like it it, it it like impacted the the person getting depressed and committing suicide that seems like impossible that seems like a major <laughs> jump a little bit for the yeah. writer of this article because conversely like the uh, uh, Orlando and Vegas ones would go on to become the highest grossing restaurants in the country like it yeah, was very successful insanely yeah. popular and like filled with celebrities for a long time before they I guess overexpanded and then their revenue dropped like a, an insane amount. It went from like 12 million in one year to 4 million the next like fiscal quarter. Like I it was an insane only, drop. Yeah. I I agree. I guess the only way it could even it, it's depressing is that it is kind of like a Norma Desmond house where it's just like literally you're reliving your old Hollywood memories. Like it's a museum of like Hollywood's faded past yeah the right. crumbling so, you know, remains that, of, a, of what we now know is like a, a business that's like in peril in certain ways but like, i think jason's right though i mean it seems like back then it certainly would have been i mean i'm sure we'll get into this but like it seems like for at least a week it was like the coolest place in the world i yeah. my my memories of it is my family was like all in if we we went to the orlando one a number of times uh, if we went to a city we and there was a plane of Hollywood near where we were, we were probably going to eat. I, I ate at the Washington, D.C. one. I've been to Times Square twice. Uh, and uh, we always had a nice time. Um, it was very fun. We were all very fond of the Captain Crunch chicken. Uh, which I <laughs> well, think let's, they, let's let's stop here. Let's pause yeah. here for a minute. Yeah, yeah. This is the, you're gonna make Scott's stomach worse. Jason. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to get ahead because I have I'm more saying, stuff, So I'm saying let's stop here because I have to uh, go to the bathroom. Everybody yeah. hold tight for 20 minutes. <laughs> sure, <laughs> to vomit because of that chicken description. <laughs> Just the hearing the the title of it. Um, so yeah, the, uh, food wise, I was trying to remember what even they had, and it seems like it's kind of generic. It's burger sandwiches, pastas, kind of whatever. 
And I don't know that a lot of the food jumped out and was like even the reason to go. But I do I do remember it being a little notorious from articles and press at the time that they had chicken that was fried and coated in a batter that was comprised of Captain Crunch. Mm -hmm. Um, Jason had it. Anybody else have it? I did not. But I've had other versions. I've had like some other places. I've had like versions of it, and it never, it's never satisfying to me. Cornflake chicken, I think, is a lot more common. Yes, Mm -hmm. sure. That That sounds all right. That makes sense. How is the how is the Captain Crunch chicken? I mean, I was a kid, and I liked anything sweet. (laughs) <laughs> and so I think we were all very amused by the novelty of it. I think they also lost the license to say Captain Crunch pretty quickly because <laughs> eventually it just became like sweet crunch chicken or it's still on the menu. Um, it, it was so bad. It was like the, the flavor of this besmirches the good name of Captain Crunch. Yeah. Uh, now, now they have an appetizer sampler that is served on a little metal wire Ferris wheel. Okay, so dude, I was like, going to bring this up. Uh, yes. Yeah. What? I, I, I was delighted by that. It's like a vertical Lazy Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I'm in trouble picturing this. I mean, what do you, what do you I mean, Google to find? Like, yeah, explain uh, it to us or find a photo. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. let me find a photo. Okay, uh, yeah, keep talking. So I'll it's find like, it. It's like yeah, a circular the, thing, and they would put it, like, so... I just don't know. It was like a Ferris wheel. It was like a little, like, uh, you, they put it on the table. Okay. It had, like, seven or eight baskets, in a, like, around the wheel. And oh, each one had it. a different appetizer. So like it was just to keep, to expand the amount of space a table could have because it would I go think vertical. so. And also, like, if you and like a Lazy Susan, it's, oh, there we oh, go. There yeah, we go. The, the appetizer wheel. The appetizer wheel. Okay, I love this. Yeah, this is pretty good. This I can't debate on this. Yeah. I'm um, so, I'm so happy that this is, like, proprietary to Planet Hollywood because I thought you guys would have already encountered these before. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the. I'm, I've had big. I've had a three tiered like appetizer platter before, and I'm trying to remember where that was. But I don't ever think it's come in the form of a theme park ride. Like my appetizers have never come on a ride. That's a saying. big deal. Well, yeah, a ride mechanism that right. is a bunch of dumb appetizer. This is pretty. This is, is way this up our alley. Film reel? Is that possible? Hmm. Oh, potentially. Yeah. B- very. Yes. If not, that's a wasted opportunity. They definitely, uh, yeah, maybe, but it's. I think I feel like they could have do a, done a better job of making the outside look like a film canister. Yeah, I think I'm wrong. Was. I, I'm just guessing. I don't know that you're wrong though. I just think maybe they were like, well, here's the deal. All of these existed before, and we can just buy up a bunch of them. We don't need to make a bunch of film. Re- like, it's possible they cheaped out on an idea. So I'm not totally discounting what you're saying. Wonder how they describe it in the menu. That would be the oh, way that's to. Good. Yeah, good, good. It's called a. I think it's called a high roller sampler. Yeah, I am also seeing the phrase high roller sampler. Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not film. It's not film. Never well, mind. It's like just a different theme, like Vegas. Yeah. Like, why are they going yeah. like a different direction? Like, not even trying to make it sound like Hollywood. Did it debut at one of the places that has a casino nearby? It. Well, I saw it. Also, I saw it a second place because. This, okay, this is a confusing thing about Planet Hollywood's presence in modern-day Las Vegas. The Planet Hollywood restaurant is in Caesars. The Planet Hollywood Casino has a, a restaurant called Cafe Hollywood that also has the Ferris wheel sampler uh, and <laughs> right. a, a little bit of the similar theming, but I don't think they could call it 
planet Hollywood because there's one of those in Caesars and they didn't want to cannibalize uh, their own right. business. Cafe huh. Hollywood is not Planet Hollywood. No, yeah, but it was. But it's in Planet Hollywood. It was the original name. It was a name they were batting around before they hit on Planet Hollywood. The High Roller. Yeah. This is, I'm really, uh, I get it. it's like, I'm stuck it's, on this, boy. It's it an amazing like implement. Wheel, but it's called the High Roller, and it's served at a restaurant that's Hollywood themed. I just, I guess, <laughs> high, I guess Hollywood people are high roller. I'm sure like, high rollers, half these yeah. guys had gambling problems. So maybe it makes sense. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the Ferris wheel in Las Vegas, the big observation wheel in the middle of the Las Vegas strip is also called the high roller. Okay. Oh, All right. right. So there you go. Yeah. So I guess because it roll, I guess it roll. It doesn't really roll. A Ferris wheel though. doesn't really roll. Rolling <laughs> indicates that, that the thing would have to actually yeah, touch the ground. Is it spinning? It spins. Yeah. Yeah. So the roll would be bad. bad. For roll things. is an accident, and it's come off of its axis, and it's crushing people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jason, Do you, you mean? Are you, you trying to? Or something? <laughs> are you all trying to tell me that Planet Hollywood may not have thought something through? <laughs> <laughs> well, Possibly. I guess. I, well, if we're talking about food, are we now talking about the actual food now or no? I can. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I guess my question is off this, and you guys have probably done more research than I have. Is are any of the dishes like Hollywood themed? Like, or is there like the Schwarzenegger burger or like the, the Joe Piscopo fries or something? <laughs> you know, um. <laughs> that's where one of the breakdowns seemed to happen. Because reading about the development of the place, uh, Bruce Willis was all about the cocktail menu. Sylvester Stallone kept making comments about wishing the food could just be in pill form because he just cares about. <laughs> getting protein and working out well he and doesn't Arnold, like eating he, he gets tired of chewing he gets so he, tired. he wishes all food was pill. that's that's his pitch yeah. for the world is that food is and, all well, he's pills. coming up demolition and right, like future. taco bell is nothing but like goo on a plate that's right yeah <laughs> really made him think schwarzenegger really wanted i believe it was his mother or his grandmother's strudel and <laughs> um that seems easy to make in bulk so i but i don't remember any of that who wants that? Who wants strudel at this Jason place? Probably. Yeah, I do. I absolutely would like. <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty easy dessert. That's a pretty easy. So did he not get his way? And his mom's strudel was not at Planet Hollywood. He seems that like that's seem the thing like you a could sh- get. That's a shocker. Yeah, you can get that done. I don't think he remembered saying that. I don't know that no. any of them remembered saying any of this. Well, the pill form. I saw. I saw an interview where Sylvester Stallone would made it made a joke like, "I don't like to eat. I, I don't like eat it. I don't. I don't. I never liked it. I've tried a lot. I just wanted uh, to, food to be a pill, which is an odd thing to say when you're promoting your restaurant. Yeah, it's, uh, you don't want to hear that. You hate to hear that from the I restaurant to tour. Yeah, I hate to eat. I hate to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. What? Why did you open this place then? <laughs> the interviewer actually asks him that, and it's like it's like it's an English like a very snooty like English interviewer, and he's like, "Is it greed?" And so I was like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, whatever. No, it's fun to do. You know, you like half-asses some a- answer. A gotcha moment was yeah, really. attempted. <laughs> Taking him to task. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
here's what I know that they have. I, I think that we find ourselves, Pat, often let down by not just what we're covering this month, but other things where like the other theme restaurants where they don't go the extra mile with naming the things. This happens all the time where there's only one yes. thing on the menu where they bother. And it's so insulting. Like, why not? If you're going to do a themed something, why yeah. not go full tilt and have and have fun? Because there's so much like there is so much fun to be had with naming. Um, I did find I think the drink menu is where they really did it. And this is very pixely what I'll show you. So it's going to be a little hard. Yeah, Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. Bruce was the only one who tried. He gave a damn. And and that's why his movies. (laughs) (laughs) This was in an era where he still was. He was down to try like two more things. Can I blow Um, my harmonica in support of as a sort of like, thank you, Bruce Phyllis. Oh, yes. Yes, For the first summoning of Bruce. Yes, please play the, the harmonica you brought to the record. I, this, I just I'm gonna blow it. I can't actually play it. That's oh, okay. fine. Okay. Uh, it's, it. Neither can he. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah. Did that work? That was beautiful. Yeah. Well, here's if you really want to be him, then like just yell like you don't have to know the tune of the song, but just just go, go like long tall Sally, and then do whatever you want on the harmonica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you seen these like Seagram Seven ads from like the eighties? Uh, that oh, is, that's, that's like in the era where he, like, he was famous for that for me. That's the Bruno kind Bruno, of yeah, like, it's Bruno era. Yeah. um, I'm not super familiar with, with these, but they were like exceedingly popular. Right. But, it, but it feels like, I, I think so, but it was like that out. Al- he had an actual album that came out where him playing oh, yeah. harmonica. Um, this it is like a future like proto yeah. planet Hollywood Bruce. Cause I feel like he was famous for playing harmonica at, planet hollywood openings yeah am i I crazy his his one of his contributions was always like and of course i can play the opening i can help out i can play the opening with the accelerators you know like i think i I just have this visual of him with a suede planet hollywood jacket like pointing at the back of it like that perfect like like a letterman jacket big old puffy as many colors as can be on those sleeves um yeah that or like shirtless i feel like he was just shirtless at these openings a lot and 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 bald too and maybe wearing some goofy hat that's what i found in a lot of these he has a song i'm a boy it is so it is shocking we haven't done a full bruno episode because i'm a big fan (laughs) of the concert i know a lot of the songs he has a song called down in hollywood which would be perfect. What? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, would be perfect for the opening. So, um, yeah, I, I wish I, there should be a video of him. I don't. I, I haven't seen him perform those songs. I've heard. I've seen him do what Scott sang, like "Long Tall Sally" at like a <laughs> sort of a fa- outdoor festival. Ring covers. You could. Just, ever. I just, it's so fascinating that like he he was already the coolest guy in the world, but in his brain. He's like, I can be cooler with a harmonica. I think he saw. Billy <laughs> I just Joel. can't wrap my head around that. I think he saw Billy Joel, and I think he goes, "I can do that." Like when you see, um. when you when you watch Return of Bruno, and one of my favorite songs, my probably my favorite song is called "Fun Time," uh, that he does. We 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 ended an episode playing this once, right? Yeah, we have talked. What's that? Sorry, Pat. Do the lyrics go? This is where the fun starts. Mm, uh, he goes, "Oh yes, it's fun time, fun time." Like break time, break time. Everyone be happy. It's fun time, and it's all like. Okay, it's no, I think like I'm thinking that. of a of a of a of a Seagram's wine cooler commercial. Okay, maybe that's a different. Um, but yeah, we Seagram's have I multiple have, songs about fun. Bruce loves to have. <laughs> that's right. Bruce loves like a great fun. artist. 
Uh, I think you're right. I think we have played Fun Time a snippet. I feel like we ended an episode for some reason playing Fun Time. And forgive me if I've (laughs) if I've said this fact already, but it's a it's a fact that's stuck in my brain for a long time since the accelerators have come up. I am a massive Beck fan. Really love Beck, and I love all the amazing musicians he's played with over the years, especially. And his primary guitar player since Odelay era is this amazing guitarist named Smokey Hormel. He's been on tour with them. He played all the awesome guitar on sea change and mutations and all the like lush pretty stuff uh he was asked to join beck's band in like 94 95 and it was he was uh heartbroken to have to turn it down because he had already accepted a purely for money gig touring planet hollywoods with bruce willis and the accelerators (laughs) he almost which and then playing with beck became like a decades long and he is beck's guy and he almost missed it entirely so that he could go ride sailor ride (laughs) I I think this is something we should mention uh, that that a lot of the openings, especially for younger listeners, a lot of these openings, they would just be filled with celebrities, like even in the smaller cities. That definitely fell off at a certain point, but there is a very funny story of Tom Arnold saying, I went to all of them. And him and his <laughs> him and his then wife, which I don't think was Roseanne, because Roseanne started getting really into the Planet Hollywood stuff. I don't I know. I think he was there. I think he was there in Roseanne era and post-Roseanne and, era. And post-Roseanne era. So he always took them up on the free trips, the free flight, the free hotel and everything. <laughs> you just got gobs of merch. And he's like, my wife was like next to sitting next to George Clooney on the plane when he got a phone call and he hung up and he went, well, I'm Batman. <laughs> like he got the call. It all, comes back, it all comes back to Batman. It Jeez, all comes back. the Schumacher era. The Schumacher Batman. Yeah. Um, let me, I mean, like, here, we'll get into celebrities and stuff. Just while it's open, let me, like, yeah. point out some of these these drinks. Because these are good. I can't read the descriptions too well. But I love the, like, degree of selection of movies that we got here. We got the Jurassic Park. We got the Steel Magnolia. We got the Cliffhanger. The Legends of the Fall. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes they pluralize. Not always. Um, Indecent <laughs> Proposal. And Ghost. I like that it's a, it's a mix of, like silly movies and then kind of like austere adult circle of friends is circle of friends goes under shooters you can get shooters that are themed after this like i don't really know what that movie is but can we can we get around a back drafts can we get around a back drafts for the table <laughs> i'd like i think in legend of the fall brad pitt's character like is like a hopeless alcoholic so like having a Specialty drink named after him is in poor taste, sort of. I'd like to get hammered off of a bunch of terms of endearment shots, please. What's the terms? I can't. Can you read the ingredients or is it too small? Uh, God, I wonder if I could find a, a, a better one. Yeah, the term. Wait. Uh, uh, wait, is there That's terms about of endearment? cancer, right? No, wasn't that, isn't that a joke? Did I make that up or did you say it? Wait, no, I don't see terms of endearment. I think I, made that up. I, I, think I, oh, I, sorry, I think I think I assumed it was on here somewhere. Steel Magnolias said, is on here. Can I I want to get let the listener in on a little peek. I said, "Okay, let's the Carlson, you're a funny guy. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to think of a, a movie they haven't said that seems like a serious movie." I said it out loud. No one seemed to laugh at it. And then all of a sudden everyone thought it was actually something you said. It no. seemed plausible. Yeah, I commend you for realism because it's like so close to Steel Magnolia. Why? Yeah, we're all just immediately like, oh, I don't see terms of endearment. It's notable they have an entire mar- like they I specialize mean, in martinis. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ghost 12 Monkeys, which, you know, 12 Monkeys has to have some bullshit banana ingredient, (laughs) some fakey, awful Sabrina. That that real Rat Pack swinging movie, 12 Monkeys. Of course. They're all having Just a bunch of 12 Monkeys. (laughs) These can't be licensed. They don't. Yeah. They have to. But they are. A lot of the stuff, like Cliffhanger, Stallone, Terminal Velocity is Willis, right? No, that's. um, Charlie Sheen, I think. Or the Drop Zone or Terminal. <laughs> Charlie Sheen know. is either in Drop Zone or Terminal Velocity. Char- like- Charlie Sheen shows up in one of the openings. She so was around. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was around. They picked him up. It seemed to go in tiers. Like they get, they started with the big three, which turned into the big four with Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. And then it started expanding. I, you know who else was early involved? Like often it is like more like, oh, like Purdy guy kind of celebrities or, and Tom Arnold makes sense. But then like John Hughes early on. John Hughes, not the most like public man. Wow. And yeah. I think he, he was genuinely interested, I think, in like having a place he could go with a private booth. And I think the Chicago location had... Had a, a space that had to be reserved for John in case he he came in. Wow, that's crazy. That was oh, the the Chicago location was in Gurney Mills, which is right oh. by Six Flags. Oh wow! <laughs> oh. Like, what like a zone, minutes, Mike! Yeah, minutes from Six Flags. One of the ones listed, I believe, Gurney, Illinois, stuck out to me. Of like in the nineteen ninety nine news stories about Planet Hollywood to close uh, upwards of a dozen locations, and it just. I was like, where is, why is there one in Gurney, Illinois? <laughs> because of the Six Flag. That, that I, I'm sure that's why. Gurney Mills was a pretty big mall. It's still a mall. I forget if its name has changed. Um, maybe Home Alone. Maybe Home Alone, the, 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 the massive success of Home Alone put Illinois on the map for, for, for a minute. Mm, that's possible. Yeah, that's sure. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I went to a couple times the Atlantic City one, which was on the boardwalk at Caesars. I know I have a shirt somewhere. I have a number of Planet Hollywood t-shirts, uh, I believe, because my family had the Planet Hollywood credit card for a while. So we had a lot of points. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. I so, read a, a comment somewhere. It might have even been in our Facebook group. Somebody talking about like their, like that the waiter was pushing the credit card the whole time. And that it was like, well, it really makes sense. Because, you know, if you're going to eat here and you're going to buy murder. So your parents had a Planet Hollywood what credit card. What does it get card. you? Well, I, I should say, I should ask him if this was a coincidence or whether it happened at the same time. Because my dad, a proud Sheridan heirloom, uh, has the denim jacket, the Planet Hollywood denim jacket <laughs> with a patch on the back in good shape. Uh, and I have not stolen it yet. But... We cashed in like he he I think they were getting rid of it he, they were either they were getting rid of the card and my parents were getting rid of the card and we did cash in and uh my brother and I got a few shirts they were very clear that like you don't get to pick which city the shirts are from we're just going to send you shirts <laughs> um but I also got this fine uh, watch that I would wear to school dances and uh, oh, nice. family weddings and stuff. Jane with like go- the shitty '90s logo, with like the yeah, very the like that's like latter day yeah. wow. Island style. Laughing oh. from the other room. This watch, of course, the battery would go on to die, and the band would very quickly disintegrate. I, it's the cute. What did Jane just say? I. What did you say? Uh, yeah, I wore it to formal I, events. I love, yeah, she's <laughs> responding to the same thing I'm responding to. I love, it's it's the cutest thing I can possibly think of is that you're like, I'm getting dressed up. 
And to finish <laughs> off this look for my dressed up dance look is the Planet Hollywood, the <laughs> finest piece of jewelry I own. That's because people would come back from vacations with the shirts or the bomber jackets it's and great. stuff. It was the thing. I it love was, it. It was the thing. And it, I know I still have it sitting at my mom's and now it's now it's like, okay, do I try to find it and repair it? Like get a new battery, get a new band? Or do yes. I just buy it again? Because I just, that's I, insane. I mean, I guess I'd like, like you to do it. But. <laughs> to get, I just to really match want you to bring my, to like islands of adventure watch like some old italian watch fixer and like who's normally fixing like stop like stopwatches and old and like no this one it's like a little cottage, yeah it's like a little cottage somewhere up like in like somewhere also, in the hills I, I'm, I'm impressed that the case i can't i guess uh if you can't see the photo like it comes in a case that looks as if it's the most valuable thing in the world yes it does yeah it looks like it's like I mean, the case tells you, I guess, especially if you were a kid, you're like, this is expensive. This is an important watch. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it felt more fitting with a suit because my other watch looked like, you know, it was just whatever, like, Timex Expedition that my mom had just bought for stocking stuffers or whatever. Out, we got to figure out how we can restore this watch and how <laughs> you can wear it maybe every day. There's one guy, on. like, at the last Planet Hollywood who can fix it. The watchmaker. Is there? Did yeah. any of those guys star in a movie about a watchmaker? I mean, mm-hmm. I have a watch guy. I, I oh, don't, oh, I, I, oh, I, I think I can probably do it. Guy? Yeah. You got a watch guy? How often do you go to your watch guy? If I need a new battery or the band is worn out and I need a new band. Okay, because he opens you know? up the back because the watch of the battery Yeah, small. you pop the back out. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Well, this I is not, a given. You got to take this in. If you, you have a guy, well, we don't have a guy. I, but that's the thing. I don't know where the original one is, but there are no. plenty of versions of it online, and there are numerous other played out of none for not very much money. All right. Well, then, did you yeah. ever go out of your way at a dance to like, were you dancing in such a way to try to like Show flip those wrists around? Uh, hands up, everyone. Uh, yeah. No, no, Scott, I was too busy dealing with the flop sweat and uh, nerves. So uh, <laughs> I don't think I ever mentioned it because uh, I at least had the sense of like, it's like can uh, you play a uh, time is on my side just so I can do this when they say time and everyone sees my watch? <laughs> or, <laughs> really a prom song you went up to like a strobe light and tried like reflecting the strobe off of your watch to like i do that i mean that watch it is actually until you see the planet hollywood logo it looks like a pretty tasteful watch Mm -hmm. yeah it is surprisingly reserved by planet hollywood standards exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) and a girl would have to get really close to you to be able to see that detail of the logo (laughs) so i think you're showing a lot of that off basically in success and i don't know what level of success you were sealing uh, the deal yeah I like this um, Jason guy, but did you see his fucking watch? <laughs> Holy crap. And nothing was special about it. Like, it didn't do anything, like, Hollywoody, right? Oh, man, I wish. No, I mean, I think okay. it had a date on it, but, you know. Uh, I, those are- like, I, I had a watch, a Star Wars watch, a Star Trek watch that would, that would play the theme song when you pressed it. So I thought maybe, like, you press a button and it played, like, Hooray for Hollywood or something. Mm. I, Robert Earl, just thanks you for the thank you for patronizing my <laughs> restaurant. <Jay. laughs> yeah. Let me real quick, just because we're talking about the jacket and the watch here. I don't You guys probably saw this, but there's a shirt here that Schwarzenegger is wearing. And I want to know if Jason remembers this because he was I, I think it's safe to say he was the biggest Planet Hollywood fan of, of, of the four of us. Right. As a kid. 
I, with Jason, it's yeah, yeah, I guess so. I know. Like I, I thought maybe I'm more of a fan uh, post uh, your adult years. 2010s. Yeah, I think I'm so. I'm just of that era of Hollywood in general. Like, right, right. But not sure. that restaurant specifically. I oh, heard it man. referred to as like the 90s was the last really fun time for Hollywood because there was a limited number of cameras. There were beepers and early cell phones, but like you weren't constantly tracked every hour of the day. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger is wearing a shirt that looks like... Um, <laughs> Like a like a, a, a carpeting at a bowling alley, kind of, but also like it's a Hawaiian shirt. It's got the big gaudy Planet Hollywood logo. It's got rocket ships. It almost looks like the Space Jam logo. Like the Space Jam logo is is the Planet Hollywood logo. Uh, it's very very colorful, very gaudy. Um, but the thing I found the most on eBay are vest versions. Oh, oh wow. God. And Vests. A vest, yeah. And we talked about last uh, on the dive episode, there's a denim vest you can get with a big dive logo. But these are cheap. These are Planet Hollywood vests. We can get this for under 20 bucks. And Jason, I think if you would uh, let me, I would love to purchase a, one of these vests for you if you uh, would wear it. I, I, I will. I would happily wear this like at one of our shows. <laughs> We all, we all three of us wear these rainbow vests (laughs) without shirts on underneath. Immediately people leave and ask for their money back. Why did I come to this? You can all just become professional billiard players and wear (laughs) billiard games. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, I guess we'll do it off off mic, um, but I do think. The only thing that concerns me about these vests is like, there's a lot of very like, generic kind of designs that the Planet Hollywood logos don't seem big enough to me. I see what mm. you're saying. You know yeah. what right, I mean? Right. Good Where it's like cut well, off. I mean, oh, look at, on the back I like here. that. That one looks better. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I think you could find it. I think it's it depends. Maybe each one is very unique because look at this. This is really out front. That one's good. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, so I think it was like, you know, each one is a unique um, snowflake. It's like Lou LaRoe. Right. You, you also have to wear on the these. The, the only thing acceptable to wear under these vests is a button down, a collarless button down. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, sure. Like all the way uh, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I I thought either that or like a white t-shirt, like a, a oh, like a yeah. too shiny Macy's white t-shirt. Yeah, I think that's you gotta make like Bruce. Bruce. That's very Bruce Willisy too. Like very '90s Bruce Willis. Well, yeah, it, yeah. It, it reminds me of like a Full House Stamos look. Yeah. Oh, big time. Well, I would think Coulier. Well, can mm. we, uh, with see, the you know, zany colors, but I don't know. Yeah, it's the gaudiness of the of the uncle of the Joey character, not Uncle Joey, of the Joey character, uh, and the like cool sexiness of the of the yeah. Uncle Jesse character. Jesse's wearing it without anything underneath. Joey's wearing it with a like tritone long sleeve shirt <laughs> yes. and jean shorts, and it's all tucked in. The vest right. is tucked in too. Right. Can right. That's can the I share um, uh, some of the the current uh celebs that they're like pushing on the planet hollywood homepage. i cannot uh, imagine who yes some of which some of which are promoting the merchandise uh it's exactly who you think it is you got reese witherspoon you got josh gadden a little hat gwen stefani huh? is doing a residency and of course who would be wearing the clothing why it's jacob sartorius himself <laughs> what who's what? jacob who sartorius why it's jacob sartorius the young online influencer who is like uh what well came of i think was very popular like years ago and is now 20 uh but i uh, have never come across did this you name know why who that I was know- jason before 
I did know who Jacob Sartorius was. I don't oh, know what he's, he's uh, known for. Jason has outhipped us again. But I don't think I don't think Jason Sartorius is hip. I'm gonna call Jacob I'm gonna Sartorius. Call him not a are you calling? Sartorius. Are you calling Jason, Jason Sartorius? Sartorius. I said Jason Sartorius. <laughs> well, that's who he wishes he was. Is Jason yeah. Sartorius? Pretty cool name. I'll, uh, it's a cool, a cool name. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sartorius no, I, is a first name. I would really love. That's that's <laughs> the thing. To Sartorius I just thought it was a, a very weird crop and a very weird like. Yeah, check out check out this twelve year old wearing <laughs> wearing this sweatshirt. <laughs> Like what? Yeah. I mean, they you can still mail order. You can still buy all the sweatshirts and stuff. They have a very big store at the Orlando location. Although I think Chicken Guy has taken over a chunk of it this, for seating. Like, this is modern. I'm showing a photo now of modern uh, merch, and I yeah. kind of like these sweatshirts. They're very like modern. They have the Planet Hollywood logo, but they're kind of like faded, faded mono color type. Yeah, and I like I like this is cool, but this isn't exactly what I want from the brand. You know? <laughs> I want the airline one, that top gun looking one. Yeah, like there's there's some that they really look like Planet Hollywood is like a gym or a high school or something, which like get out of here. I don't understand. That. Why would anyone what would possess someone to buy a shirt from Planet Hollywood that is almost impossible to tell it's from there exactly. in the first place. <laughs> what yeah. Is, yeah, what is that insecurity about your uh, shitty brand, I guess? Well, uh, they, they some, also got some real American, like um, like yes. over, over-designed over red, white, yeah. and blue eagle <laughs> crap. Yeah, there's, it's just founded 1991. Yeah, this is it looks like Patriot gear, and if you squint, you go, oh, it's a Planet Hollywood shirt. Okay. Uh, and then, like, as far as jackets, like, look at this. I mean, I, again, I'm not mad at this jacket, but it's not the <laughs> colorful sleeves, thick, like Steven Spielberg bomber jacket with nine colors. And it's only it's one color. It's one yeah. color. There's a little logo. It's black. It's very form fitting, and it's got a Planet Hollywood logo on the left shoulder. Yeah, which is like it's a and it's small again. It's small. It's like you'd have to you'd have to be like a woman would have to be slow dancing with you at a high school dance <laughs> to read the logo because she'd be kind of looking at your arm that close. Yeah, um, you, and you have not taken your motorcycle jacket off. Yeah, <laughs> now they do have here. They have one varsity jacket, and it says yeah, that's Orlando. Like, that's the OG. That's the that's, that's what the you thing. want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're and that's one hundred and ninety dollars. Do you guys watch um just uh do you guys watch um The Righteous Gemstones on HBO? Yeah, I'm not yes. caught up, but yeah. But I'm uh, there was an episode recently that was set in the 90s when they were like doing a Christmas special and um Baby Billy who's Walton Goggins kind of like ridiculous brother character is uh rocking a he's it's set in the 90s rocking a Planet Hollywood vest and they it was right before we take this, so I was very excited to like. Oh see no, it. kidding! Oh, I wish wow. I made it up to that. Oh, what a great character to be! Perfect uh, Planet Hollywood fan. Yeah, that exactly. makes sense. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, merchandise with the logo isn't the only thing that Planet Hollywood is selling. Because I don't know if the question has occurred to any of you what happened to all of the merchandise. And I discovered that what happened to at least some of it is that they are just selling it on Amazon. There is a store called the Planet Hollywood Collectibles Store. And I'm going to share screen here. Um, uh, Again, maybe I've I've overloaded with too many (laughs) windows. Let me me drop a few. But yeah, you can... There is a, a store you can find that is just like random props and you could just buy it now it's not an auction mm-hmm. uh, um you can just well, go straight to it is it um, ebay or amazon 
Amazon, weirdly. Okay, because then yeah. Yeah, there wouldn't be an auction on Amazon. Oh, so when you say merchandise, you don't you don't mean like the jackets and stuff. You mean like the props? I mean the props, yeah. And none of wow. them are... I mean, well, you'll see. There's a few that I might describe as a little exciting and some that are more of the hangover regular shirt nature. Um, you guys seeing this? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> We have here Rain Man's shoes, which are going for seven hundred. Raymond Babbitt's shoes, and it's twenty five dollars shipping. Which I don't know. Do you get Amazon Prime free shipping for any of these? I guess not. I don't think the any. I don't think that applies. I don't think they have that deal. For I mean, I would reason. never buy these, but it doesn't seem like the worst. If like that is a Best Picture winning movie. Yeah. Yeah, an iconic character. Yeah, it's like more prominent than what you would expect to find on the Planet Hollywood Collectibles Amazon store. Um, Well, don't worry. We get a little deeper uh, for the film buffs out there. What with Danny Aiello's Dosmo Pizzo ensemble from Two Days in the Valley. Oh, wow. Which is $400 for a bowling shirt, a white t-shirt, like slacks. Big boots. Which what what are those? Socks. Those are crazy. Those are socks. Oh, it's socks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say. All right, all right. It looked like stockings or something. And then like, do you get his boxers too? What are we talking? What are those we looking look like at? Those look like white, traditional white boxers. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Where Danny, where boxer, where underwear that Danny Aiello wore. That looks like you. That looks like you could wear that to a Brian Setzer concert. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you, Maybe you I that. should. One of you guys rocks one of the vests. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a vest. Yeah, vest underneath this too. And then if it's like you get too hot when you're swing dancing, you get too hot. <laughs> you have to take it off, and you just have a vest. Hey, this guy looks like Dosmo Pizzo over here. You're the coolest boy. Watch hey, out, this Dosmo. guy jump drives in Wales. <laughs> you think you're Danny Aiello because you're not. <laughs> there can only be one. Uh, here is uh, Rob oh, Schneider's wow. costume as oh, the character Fergie. It's like a it's a prison jumpsuit from Judge <laughs> Dredd that you can buy right now, listeners for. Uh, uh, seventeen, uh, seventeen hundred dollars, or, or one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. How is this a thousand dollars more than the like the Rain Man? A, a Rain Man, Rain wardrobe. Man's, I guess, because it's more stuff. Fabric. And then just who? I guess maybe who cares about Rain Man about his shoes? But the shoes kind of tell you something. They're kind of like they, they're sort of like Gump's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. These are <laughs> simple. I guess shoes. also for whatever reason, I think as you, t- I think you mentioned this earlier, Scott, like. Uh, Planet Hollywood places a premium on judge, anything Judge Dread related. <laughs> that might be part of it. Yes, that's maintained, and they feel like with the reboot, whenever that was three years ago, twelve years ago, I couldn't tell you, but it's Dread Mania again. They keep pumping life into it. Well, it seems like there's still an informal relationship, at least a few years ago, that the that Esquire reporter could not get anyone on the record to say they still were involved. But the premieres for the 2008 Rambo and the Expendables were held at the Planet Hollywood Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas. Really? Huh. Yeah. So Sly's kind of in the fold a little bit. Kind of in the fold, but still gave a no comment of like, do you still own shares? Because uh, they declared bankruptcy twice, right? They declared it in 99, and then in 2001, they, they chalked it out to the tourism downturn. <laughs> sure, that's There's it. a lot of other, isn't there a lot of, I think I sent Scott an article back when we, I told him I wanted to, you know, I, I mentioned that I had an interest in doing this, but like the guy who, one of the guys died 
one of the yes. founders died recently, right? This I mean, one, yeah. I mean, there's you guys probably there's some. I guess there's so much um, financial intrigue with this place that I feel like I, I don't only know the surface of. There's so a bunch of that, there's I'm a like, bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I can explain the the characters uh, uh, involved. That, that's a funny character. One of your it favorite really, guys. One of your uh, favorite, favorite guys. Guy. Oh, you know I've been dying to, to talk, but I'm yeah. gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll weave the whole the whole tale and the lip head in on it. No, no, no. Here, the, yeah. really quickly, just while it's up, uh, uh, we got a, a, a Jessica <laughs> Lang's cape from Rob Roy for a thousand dollars. We got a uh, Smashing Pumpkins shirt worn by Elijah Wood and Flipper. Wow, and Flipper. That's four hundred fifty. That's not bad. If you were uh, for some, some these, reason in the flipper, some of these I'm like, eh, it was like a two hundred dollars less, maybe a little, yeah. less. and maybe they'll get there. They, they, you know, I, I, they might not be committed to the, and these might have all been up for like years at this point. So maybe we'll we'll get a little downturn. This one's pretty genuinely crazy. It's a John Candy life wow. mask that that's <laughs> how they made his his face to be barf and space balls. So it's a weird, creepy. It's like a closed eye. It's John Candy's real face, but with a with a little like black painted for his snout. That's like wow. I don't know if you were into space yeah. balls. That's I know not like so four bad. People yeah. who would like hang this on their wall for sure. <laughs> for no. sure, yeah, yeah. That creepily mounted, like you like you killed him. You hunted and killed Bart. <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's terrifying, but yeah. <laughs> uh, th- this is a a piece of wood that Harrison Ford has Jack Ryan touched in clear and present danger. <laughs> wow, Did he's in a room with lots of logs, and he touched this log. Scene or something. I looked it up. I did find a still of him, like looking confused in a room full of logs. I don't know why that happens. That's maybe weird. he beats someone. Like, doesn't he kill a guy? Maybe with a log? I don't know. <laughs> oh wow! This does seem like a scam at this point. Yeah. If he hurt him, if Harrison Ford hurt himself on the log, I think the price would skyrocket. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Harrison Ford injuries are a dime a dozen. It's impossible to authenticate this. Like, oh, yeah, it's a log. He touched a log. What do you say? You didn't touch a log? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. How can they possibly? And how did we know it's the one that he touched? Um, and how yeah. does that like Harrison Ford touches an item and it goes from uh, worth two dollars to three hundred fifty? Hmm. Um, he is he is like Christ. <laughs> he has magic powers <laughs> that way. Um, we have some actual silk stockings from Silk Stockings. Wow, the I mean, Silk Stockings from Silk Stockings. I don't know if it's $100. the Silk Stockings. They may have had a lot of... And, and by the way, Silk Stockings, you have to keep in mind, is spelled like stalking, like yeah, following yeah. somebody. So in a way, with the double play... But they are stockings, and they're only $100. Um, okay. And then, where am I heading? Uh, oh, some leather pants that uh, John Lithgow <laughs> wore on Third Rock from the Sun. This is what this is one of the weirdest like of all the things on Amazon, you know, like one click and you can buy this. I think it's really weird that any listener right now could, if they ponied up two thousand dollars, buy a Jack Benny violin. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, now, now <laughs> real gas from yeah. Mike. Jason and, I, <laughs> really? Jason and I may need to pool our money and do like a like the Simpsons, one of the first season with the comic book situations. <gasps> No, with, with you'll the, kill uh, your you'll kill each other with the violin. With you'll Jack Benny's signature violin and bow. Was he a, was the violin part of his jam? I guess that's yeah. Yeah, I don't, he I, would, I don't know. My, I don't know my Jack Benny that well. I'm sorry. He would, he he, would do it sometimes in a bit. Yeah, the bit was like uh, no one wanted to hear him play it. Really? Mm, okay. Oh, so this one? Yeah, this one seems more that's famous legit, than like John yeah. Lithgow's pants. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's pretty All great. All to Lifka. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I just don't remember the pants or why he was wearing leather well, pants. Well, clearly, I mean, obviously, like, they're, they're, if he wore those pants on an episode, it, that's the point of the episode. Those are, those are load-bearing I pants. I remember the <laughs> pants episode. I think I do remember the pants episode. I watched it, Reese. We've been re-watching it. And yeah, there's, a, it's kind of like a, a an important outfit in that episode. So you recognize, when I brought up the pants, you're like, of course, the pants. I just saw the pants. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, we're all laughing, but I can't wait for this us to stop recording. We all just go into a bidding war immediately over all this stuff. <laughs> Excuse me a sec, <laughs> and I'll just <laughs> oh, and then and then have to do the rest of the episode through gritted teeth because we're really mad. Yeah. Damn it! I'm one of those stockings. Pat sniped me on the stockings. The silk stockings. <laughs> I mean, the one I genuinely have thought of and I'm still thinking about buying is a flip phone used by Michael Douglas <laughs> in Disclosure, which is you talk like mid '90s. 90s insanity yeah. i love disclosure but this prop is in not in very good condition and i don't frankly i don't understand why a flip phone had to be made out of foam rubber to begin with um so i don't know that i want to pony up 450 dollars for this oh wow 450 for that yeah but i'm tempted i really I've, i thought about it i gave it like five solid minutes of thought well, it's kind of sure. like the it's kind of like the consolation for like you can't get the i'm sure like his cell phone from um wall street is like in the smithsonian now oh so this is your, yes. this is the closest thing you're gonna get yeah there's a much more prominent douglas cell phone that is true you um, know um scott while we're on the subject of props could we hear from a certified hollywood celeb and planet hollywood shareholder herself about planet hollywood's of course uh, i don't know to whom you refer i'm i'm uh, on pins and needles well i'm referring to uh miss demi moore herself now oh, i'm boy. gonna play this clip and uh, kind of gives an image of Hollywood at its time. Uh, what I really want to focus on is a few seconds in, but I figured I'd, I'd have this set up too. So uh, hold on one second. Here it goes. One of the things Planet Hollywood has become famous for is its collection of movie memorabilia. Each Planet Hollywood location is like a museum within a funhouse. And as you might expect, the Planet Hollywood in Beverly Hills has to be the champion of them all. So let's get down to the heavy stuff. Hardware guns now what would movies be without them? <laughs> she's at a restaurant booth holding up a big gun a huge a gun. gun that's right <laughs> what would movies be without guns a phrase we're all <laughs> constantly saying still to this day in 2022 uh if you'll notice she also had what appears to be the golden idol from raiders of the lost ark behind her just oh, not even in a is. case just sitting around just <laughs> sitting behind her and her giant gun <laughs> Somebody could spill a, a steel magnolia drink on that. <laughs> wow, that's insane. That frame of you got to post at least well the whole clip. But that, I'll just clip that part. Oh yeah, my but that god! Fra- yeah, her to her me, holding, holding up the, the gun, gun and and bragging about like after kind of a a dull montage of like look it's the outfit from the mask it's the outfit from this thing and then she's like and of course where would be be without guns. <laughs> Wow, chilling, chilling. Uh, um, well, do you want to get into history a little bit, or have we missed anything about like personal experiences we've had, or fun specific memories, or food? Uh, uh, just like like you know the the grab bag of what makes Planet Hollywood Planet Hollywood. Um, yeah, I have a, a request for listeners. Um, one of the best meals I ever ate was at a Planet Hollywood, and it was seared scallops over linguine <laughs> with a lime cream sauce and capers. 
and I've never had anything like it. If anyone has a recipe like that, because I went to a Planet Hollywood once, went back a few years later, and of course the menu had totally changed because they were constantly uh, changing the menu to little luck of improving it. But wow. uh, So you're calling for the, the listeners to just give you a recipe that sounds like the thing like to recreate your magical meal one of yeah, the best like, meals you've ever had which was like at Planet Seymour Hollywood. Skinner himself I've, I've never been able to recreate <laughs> yeah. the, the stew the, the stew, stew. Yeah. I well I mean I, I, I it seems like if anyone in the world can find out the executive chef at that time it'd be you guys it's true yeah, with the power, probably a way harnessing the power of your fans yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe the man himself or woman could make um, you the I have recipe one anecdote, themselves. But it's like a little bit. It, I, it'll make me come off as really irritating. Um, so just preface it with that. <laughs> okay. Well, we're, we're deep in. People are enjoying you already. So I thought hopefully I they don't so. bail right now. Um, but uh, I think it was probably one of those last times I was there. It might have actually. I went there before we saw the Beetlejuice musical, uh, and we just got drinks and maybe appetizers by the bar. And um, the irritating thing is that I'm gonna, I have to reference that like, I got recognized by the waitress because she knew from the college, she was a big college, she knew college humor stuff. Oh wow. At the time I got recognized from time, from time to time. That's the irritating part, sorry. But um, <laughs> No, this right. is an episode about celebrities. You see, yeah. this, was your, yeah. this was your well, sly I, moment. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know, we were just, my friend was like laughing his ass off because he just thought it was embarrassing or whatever. But I was like, uh, I did ask her. I was like, I was like, oh, thanks for watching. That's cool, you know. And but I was like, just like out of curiosity, this is Planet Hollywood. Like, do you get a lot of celebrities here anymore? Like in this, this is like 2017, 18. And she was like, ah, oh, you know who was here recently? And I was like, who? She goes, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's me and her, I guess. Oh, wow, <laughs> what a company to be in. So Kellyanne Conway has been to uh, the Planet Hollywood, New York. <laughs> wow, that's uh. That's good. That's good. To sure, that wasn't it. Wasn't like a just a, a predator suit that was in the lobby. You <laughs> <laughs> tried to steal everything. I mean, it's like eh, I have to like name droppy or like whatever. It's boastful, but then also the it makes it like apparently in this woman's mind, I'm like Kellyanne Conway, <laughs> neck and neck She's with the level, yeah, in the level. <laughs> the oh. Kellyanne Conway of. Uh, uh, 2010s internet comedy. Uh, if, you need to, if you need to use that quote on a book or something, something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an honor. One waitress one time at a Planet Hollywood. Uh, Jason, you've been to the Planet Hollywood inside the Caesars Casino in Atlantic City? I, I Oh, in Atlantic City. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, multiple times? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I definitely have a t-shirt from there. Okay, because I'm reading here that the actual grandpa from the monsters dragula hung in this planet hollywood what grandpa al lewis grandpa al lewis yes the location is the planet uh pictures of is a, uh, there's a you know a website called monstercoach.com of course that talks about the monster cars wait uh, now which can now let's get specific here because we've run into trouble with this before course. Which car are we talking? We're talking about the Dragula, Grandpa's car, which is a coffin car, basically, like a drag race. That's the distinction car. that Grandpa's car is the Dragula, but it's not, you wouldn't call it the Munster's car. No, the Munster car, and the, it's called the Munster's coach, and mm. that's the bigger car that you, you're more, you usually see them in. The, the, the Dragula is from a specific episode where Grandpa races. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, but it says it's hanging. There's pictures of it here. Let me show you, Jason, just in case this jogs any memories for you. I don't know. And I, we should say this location long gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Original, yeah. Yeah. It looks wow. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. This is a major uh, piece of yeah recent PTR. It's been things have been very Munster heavy recently. Very so that's Munster amazing. Heavy. That's where this was. Wow. Um, and then this yeah, course- most of the, like the Dorothy was kind of a rare exception of like a non car. Like most of the like the speed bus. Speed the cars is were so like the crazy. prime real estate or the prime attractions at but these places had room for a bus to be hung from the <laughs> ceiling. That's well, I so think it was bonkers. Cra- I'm not sure how they did it, but it was like it's, it's, I'm sure you can Google it, but it like it was bursting through the wall. Like I think it was only like the front of the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, th- I mean, I think I remember a lot of cars at the the Disney World one, which we haven't super focused on, but like that thing was mammoth. That restaurant was so crazy and went up so high. It felt like a four tiered restaurant and all in a big dome. And I I think this is a picture of the Disney World one. I could be wrong, but the, it, or maybe it isn't, I don't know, but this is the Wayne's World car, right? The Mirthmobile? Mirthmobile. That's pretty big. With another demolition man, naked sly <laughs> next to him. <laughs> At least if, if, th- if this isn't Disney World, then may- that could have been the one because that had the Herbie the Love Bug. That's what I'd rather. I'd like to know what happened to all these cars. That's so yeah. crazy. They had room for all this. I thought um, there was like this whole other like museum just for cars for of these kinds. I'm surprised that. Isn't there like some very famous museum that just has all like the Batmobile and there's a bunch of the because I think a number of them were made like there is there is a small car museum at this massive chain of dealerships in Van Nuys, California, and they have a bunch of the cars and you used to be able to just walk through uh, Barris Custom Auto had a small museum. They did a lot of the they did the Batmobile. They did the Monsters car. Um but I have a story about the Disney World one that uh, Jane told me. Her like, she she hadn't been there, but her sister, was, she doesn't like things hanging above her. So avoid it. Uh, she would yeah, avoid restaurant horrible restaurant, yeah, horrible worst. restaurant. So they, her sister would try to scare her by saying, "There's a massive Woody from Toy Story in this plane at Hollywood." hanging above you there's a massive woody from toy story and we thought it was like oh how big could it be how big could it be and so we found video online and we looked it up and it turns out uh yeah he's pretty big jesus wow yeah he's that's that's not what woody's like that's so scary yeah he is like the uh size of the home depot 12 foot skeleton uh (laughs) hanging over a like a tunnel with that sort of bent girder design this is was Batman this cu- But this is not like a prop from the movie. This is like some custom built thing, right? Yeah. Was there was, they didn't, yeah. They did, like early on was the technology that such that you had to build a giant two story <laughs> model of a toy to get it in the computer. And scan it I, in. I think there? it was, it was just a, yeah. Cause it was at Disney. They had that. When we were down in Florida in 2019, I walked through the gift shop and uh i was the only one doing that and they had a lot of stuff on sale so um i don't know how uh, long for the world that gift shop was especially when <laughs> chicken guy was so popular and they needed the seating <laughs> the um the, the yeah the disney world one I, I don't know if you ever went pat or, or have seen photos of so it but it's I like i thought i had I, well, i'm sorry you go, go ahead oh no no no, no go ahead 
I thought I, I was trying to do my like little mental inventory. I've been to the New York one at least three times. And then I had this very distinct memory of going with my dad in Orlando because we, a couple of years ago, my dad's an engineer and he wanted to see the last space shuttle launch. So we drove down, or we flew down there to see it. Whoa. But like, we just stayed in Orlando proper. No Disney World though, but I can't, it's in Disney World, right? It's like in actual Disney World. It is, yeah. It's at the what what used so to be must Pleasure have been some Island. Other, like weird novelty, you know. You know, like Orlando, not like. There's a lot of themed restaurants. There's like they have their own little Times Square, right? In Orlando, they sort of different. Yeah, but it's in. You might have been there. It's in Disney Springs, which is like the free shopping area you Downtown could just go Disney to. It's oh, what I mean yeah. is there was a restaurant that looked. Uh, like it looked like the entire building was upside down from the outside. Does that ring a bell? Oh, that's is, something else. Yeah, that's like is a, that a Ripley's kind of Believe thing. It or Not? I feel like that's that's a thing Ripley's does. Well, we ain't near that area, so that's not the right. Sorry, there's a dead end. I don't know why I went down. No, this no, path. no. I'm that sorry. might be like I drive. Like, like yeah, there is a there is a lot of touristy crap and dinner theaters and big giant Maybe freestanding they had, like, restaurants. Dracula coats, and I just just like conflated that with like Hollywood. <laughs> Or something. Could be. But no, I've never been. To, but I've not been to. I've been to Disney World a long time ago. But I've not been to the. Um, as far as I know, the Planet Hollywood down there. The Planet Hollywood there. It's like. I mean, this it like so captured my imagination at nine, ten years old. Whenever it opened, I remember. I remember seeing it off of the freeway on the approach. This is my second Disney World trip ever and just like oh my god like i like seeing it rise up over the trees this mammoth globe type building yeah which then not just globes in orlando you got the globe at universal the globe at planet hollywood like really globe heavy what does that mean i uh it's like it's like it's some sort of like world conquering theme (laughs) i don't know it's not it's creepy um, but they, I just like, and, and walking up to that, th- like stick, it only got stranger and straight. It felt like the peak 1994, it got so strange as time went on and it never changed. And it's not only this huge blue marble building, but then also a UFO crashed into it. And also there's a big like alligator or dinosaur or something wearing a planet Hollywood t-shirt. And then outside of it they parked not there's not just the vehicles inside but outside there was the fishing boat jenny from forrest gump (laughs) (laughs) confusingly not at a bubba gump well you would think they'd want to reserve that for like the biggest bubba gump but they lost control of it i don't know is there a bubba gump in orlando that's a universal yes (laughs) if you could draw the corporate lines yes they are aligned with universal was was the ufo crashing into the building was it like a ufo from like mars attacks or something or was it just kind of generic ufo i think just generic ufo it just like serves as an awning see i don't like that i'm like why that's that's breaking the theme of the whole place to me yeah that's true it should be like make it the independence day ship or make it like a doc brown's delorean whatever they got whatever they have access to or a flight of the navigator Sure, I mean, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Something Disney. Yeah, I don't know why they Explorers. didn't Explorers. And why is it some generic dinosaur and not 98 Godzilla? That obviously right. would be <laughs> well, iconic that, as that soon as we living in the New York one, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. All the pieces of the Godzilla were living in New York. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, up. I just like... 
stylistically that location i find it so funny that they basically the whole area that it's in used to be really like bright colorful gaudy 90s and it it like only got stranger as time went on i remember like looking outside there as the paint is fading and the little like lagoon next to it just gets dirtier and dirtier it felt like there was malaria in that water (laughs) it's just so seedy if you guys recall and then they're like we gotta give we gotta refresh this thing they kind of like beige this entire shopping center but they're like how the hell do we change this big globe build how do we like make this uh not abhorrent and can kind of like in my opinion blandify it which is why now it's the observatory at planet hollywood correct correct yes so this is how this is a redressed okay big blue marble uh which looks cool sort of but a little um, more restrained. No, it's that yeah. new logo. Too. It's that yeah. It's that Vegas logo too. The P, like you know, lowercase. That's classy. Kind of Jason's watch style, sort of. <laughs> Jason's watch yeah, style. Classy Jason watch style. Mm-hmm. That water still looks weird, right? And they didn't. Of course, they didn't clean the water. Uh, probably far too late. They have the crazy milkshake trend. They hopped on that trend. Yeah, that's they, disgusting to me. Like just caked on. Like so that building is entirely out. different looking than it used to be. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. managed to like figure out something else to do with a big weird round. Um, as opposed to like all the other ones that are like that, like Myrtle Beach, they just uh, demolished. Do you have that? Okay, that's mid construction. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Wow, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's like an entirely, you're totally right. That's so different. Yeah, yeah. And the most 90s ever, which is, I guess, really why I'm I'm in love with the place. Ultimately, you feel the the 94 oh, 100%, in yeah. its genes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, I mean, is now the time to to talk about the, the rise and fall a, a little bit Please. Uh, and bring my favorite character <laughs> into my favorite character in restaurant fiction, uh, Robert Earl, into the scene. Uh, 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 Pat, are you familiar with the name Robert Earl? Was he? Was this the guy who I sent you his obituary when he died? It is not. It is not that guy. So here, if, if so, for explaining the whole uh, backstory, we'll go, we'll go in order of, of how this thing uh, yeah, got no, started. Go, 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 go nuts. The so um, the original guy, Jason. You probably read some of this in that Esquire article, which is really great. Kate Story is the writer on it. Uh, uh, so I'm pulling from that a lot. But there, there was okay. So there's a producer named Keith Barish. He is the producer of. Sophie's Choice and in his <laughs> of course uh, Hollywood. and uh, in his he had an actor I don't know if it was his assistant or just an actor who was around was reading the script of the Flintstones movie in this producer's office and it involved name checking a place called Holly Rock and this guy Brian Kessner was reading and he said out loud to the producer that should be a real place there should be a restaurant called Holly Rock and that is how <laughs> Planet Hollywood got started somehow wow. from those odd beginnings um, and I guess the idea started spinning out of oh a restaurant where you could sit next to the ruby slippers or whatever uh from wizard of oz um so that intrigued this producer who went and talked to the person whose obituary you found bobby zarum who was a major hollywood publicist um and who uh, seems to have all 
these like colorful stories from the 70s and weird things about like you know if you don't promote this movie if you don't write an article about this movie i'm gonna kill myself like he's saying that on the phone so this is like a weird like hollywood crazy <laughs> story guy um this producer cooper in a in a uh, licorice pizza <laughs> oh yeah i think so yes yeah. i think a very 70s level of hollywood crazy um this guy this producer doesn't know anything about the restaurant business he talks to this guy bobby zarum and uh, is there anybody you can introduce me to and he said why yes robert earl robert earl is a guy i know who is part of the hard rock cafe he might have been running it at this point he is a theme restaurant um i mean entrepreneur bigwig whatever you want to call it my little thesis for this zone that i want to describe is that robert i think that robert earl is a theme restaurant addict i think that is what we're dealing with here and that kind of explains the rise and fall and there's a nice little button to to that theory that i have uh but god bless his addiction because we we've all gotten so much out of it mm-hmm. um so uh, uh keith barish is introduced this guy introduces keith and robert earl uh it should be noted also that this is the same guy uh bobby zarum who introduced mia farrow to woody allen so all of his introductions wow. lead to a, a lot of good <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> In the world anytime really? you can get people together um so anyway uh because this producer had also produced the running man they, they 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 get cooking they start thinking like oh maybe we could get arnold involved with this they literally pitched him on the set of terminator 2 uh and he said yes love it as long as we do schnitzel uh stallone <laughs> seemingly <laughs> begged it, right? to be involved was which, the, wait, I, was yeah i think they might have told him and then was it didn't. schnitzel was it or strudel, strudel. Oh, strudel. Oh, it might well, be strudel okay okay, okay. jason yes. would you prefer a, schni- a schnitzel or what is it <laughs> Uh, schnitzel is schnitzel like uh, a thin pounded uh, pork or chicken, and then it's breaded. I would prefer strudel. We ate. Okay. I ate strudel with you guys once. We were eating at the one of the Universal hotels, and I had already eaten dinner, so I just ordered apple strudel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I remember yes, that. that's classic order from Jason. It tastes yes. nothing like Arnold's mom's. Yeah, this is <laughs> get out of here. Not that was the comforts of Austria. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Arnold says yes. Stallone begs to be involved, hearing that Arnold was involved. Uh, Bruce Willis said yes, as long as my band can play all of the openings. Uh, that literally was uh, the, the contingent, and uh, and now they're off to the races. And then this, I think this is from the Esquire story. Uh, this is so crazy that uh, the two partners. Are talking about what are we going to call it? It's not really going to be Holly Rock. Uh, one of them says, I have a name, but I'm not going to tell you. You have a name? Yeah, I have a name. I'm not going to tell you. And as if in a scene from a movie, the two men said the name at the same time. Planet Hollywood. Too perfect. <laughs> I saw that too. The most polished anecdote I had ever read, I think. Like the most. I believe. Be. I believe that the reporter was told that anecdote but i also believe he has been sitting in his office fine-tuning that anecdote for years so he just has it in his back pocket ready to go also the story i guess i remember as if in a movie they got like just adding that in there too it's like hollywood people like the, (laughs) the, the, the the sheer amount of like hollywood hooray for hollywood in this restaurant is just so delightful to me it's just how we think. We think in terms of magic. I don't yeah, know. It's a like dream fat, like dream factory or something. You know, like you know, like um, you guys like if you get like friends who are like in the, the writers guild or whatever or like anything they have to, they'll get incorporated at some point. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you got to think your little name. Yeah, yeah. I've always said, I've always tried to convince my friends when they do it. I'm like, you, you should call it like Tinseltown Dream Factory or something <laughs> like that. Like, like, don't try to be clever. Just make it like, the. and I think it's the same nerve of mine that just loves this whole planet Hollywood, you know, T2 skeletons everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's a yeah, it's a bygone era. The you know, like uh, a little bit of pixie dust falling yeah. off of the megaplex. Pixie dust it's, at the megaplex production. It's the same with DNA as like remember, like in the '90s on Fox, they had these like specials of like how they do that, and it's like it was oh, all CG yes. already, but it was like yeah. Remember that commercial where the girl sucks her? It's a Pepsi commercial, but she sucks the bottle so hard she like gets sucked inside. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a whole oh, special the time. how they made that video, that commercial. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would eat up anything like that. I think, yeah, you're, you know, you're cluing into a thing that is very special about Planet Hollywood, that it is like, it, just now that we know that everything's like filmed in a, in a green screen bunker in Atlanta, it's like all less, all yeah. less magical. <laughs> the magic's a little bit gone and there isn't like, and so being, I, that was such a, the appeal to me as a kid is like being near the, like, I just watch these at home. I, I never thought that I would be next to the masks mask. <laughs> like, yeah. And if it's, any of that pixie does, could spill off onto me maybe i could get into the business if you did yeah if you did like if you were starting planet hollywood now it would basically just be all the restaurants would have like a hard drive or a computer near all the tables <laughs> and you'd be like oh wow this toby mcguire's like punching arm was rendered by this computer yeah. <laughs> in, the, in minute like 120 of spider-man wow the computer that rendered it wow <laughs> This is yes. nachos from this carousel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so so, anyways, the just um, if I could explain a little bit more about Robert Earl, we've talked about him before because we covered his restaurant Earl of Sandwich, uh, which is a um, a sandwich restaurant, as the name might imply. Did that's outside. Well, I think we. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. The, did did he, it involved like Mike Mitchell getting? Uh, did we go inside? Did we shrink your, and go inside urethra, his penis? Yeah. Or his yeah, yeah, we went what up his urethra? Yeah, yeah sometimes the, every saga. once in a while our show has uh, magic and scenes in it. Yeah, um, okay, okay. Not always. I thought this restaurant had like a was like Mars twenty one twelve where it's like now we're going inside a penis <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a theme like the human body the yeah. human body yeah, the right. restaurant uh did you ever do mars were you ever the speaking of, of times square uh insanity? yeah mars 2012 i went oh, there boy. once yeah what was that what uh any any particular pretty, i mean it was also kind of it felt a little last legs i mean the the saddest <laughs> thing was that i mean i'll be quick here i'm sorry that we're uh oh, no, sure the main thing was like the whole point is like you were supposed to get into like you show up it's kind of like the Star Trek experience, you know, the, the Vegas mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's like you show up and you wait in line. Then they're like, okay, get in this room and you're going to sit down and you're, you're going to go on a spaceship to Mars. And then the door opens the other side and then you're like, a video plays. But we got there. They're like, oh, yeah, this thing's not playing. So just walk into the restaurant. <laughs> and I was like, that's the whole point. Oh, it was weird. God, I, like that it's not, I like that it's like not a Star Trek thing. It's like its own thing original sci-fi you're right not not exactly, tied into yeah. one of the universes yeah so it's just like but were there like kind of Battlestar cyborg kind of guys but like you don't know like I don't have never seen this armor before yeah it was yeah no, yeah nothing there was familiar to me in terms of like I mean maybe some knockoff Star Trek ship but like it was not um it was all I mean it was not high quality but it <laughs> right, was right. um did you ever see that um that episode of 30 Rock where um 
Tracy Morgan's like I think son, who's kind of a con man, it has a, has that restaurant where like Godzillas fight each other for your. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I don't know that. if I saw this one. It's kind of a random poll, sorry, but I guarantee that restaurant is based on twenty one twelve. Sure. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Wow. Godzilla fighting restaurant. Anyway, sorry. They, um, I, they did all play. Um. They did all. All the aliens did dance to um. <laughs> don't rock the boat. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. Wow. That's not why. about Mars. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they meant like Earth's fragile ecosystem or something. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, too late. We're all rocking the boat. Yeah, well, sorry if that's a we tangent. Didn't, I didn't. We didn't heed the alien's warning. Uh, um, okay, so... Uh, uh, no, no, anyways. The, uh, um, okay, so... Uh, Robert Earl, we talked about. Um, he basically... Uh, I became enamored with him partially off of this. It really came from reading this Planet Hollywood article a number of years ago where they described this guy as... Like, like the, 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 it's about the downfall of Planet Hollywood and they describe this guy as kind of like a uh, he's a pear-shaped version of Dudley Moore who walks around with his pants unbuckled and his shirt tails hanging out and he's kind of this like flouncy silk shirt guy who's like kind of like Robin Leach a bit Rob but maybe a little whiny you get a little Veruca salt in there and any videos you see he's like T-Rexing his little arms around and helping himself to morsels of food he's just this this very odd little character uh um and just really quick i'll also to introduce you pat to uh Please. the man who brought us this establishment no, and I'm, continues is, to yeah, fight I'm, for it um uh here's a, a selection of photos of mr earl here he is at his other he also owns buca de beppo which is why they paired up well, this is, you see on the right is actor Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is the more oh, okay. buff fellow who's also a governor. Years, yeah. And on the uh, on the left is uh, Robert Earl holding up a <laughs> big a- meatball. <laughs> uh, is he eating the from? meatball to Arnold? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, could be. Eat up, nummy nums. Um, oh, that's another thing to know. Somewhere in Planet Hollywood stories, I heard, like, the interviewer asked him a serious question about having to declare chapter 11 bankruptcy and he said Robert Earl's answer is ah yes that was the start of the wobblies (laughs) (laughs) well wait now in the in the Esquire thing they point out like he was sued by Hard Rock because he basically opened a movie version of Hard Rock and he said uh, the lawsuit was quote a real bloodbath and then added I'm probably fairly litigious, and it would all be in a day's work. He pauses, then adds, I'm a sicko, so I was probably enjoying it. <laughs> a bit of a Here. sicko, ain't I? A bit I? of a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> what a, he's, he's a character. Here he is, just real quick. Here he is uh, with a young, fresh-faced Will Smith oh, cool. jumping on his back and riding him with a, the most loving smile you could give a non-parent. Uh, here's Robert with peak 2000s Justin wow. and Brittany. Uh, here he is at the casino with Sly Stallone and the, the I guess, the king of Versailles, the, the real guy from that oh, documentary, right. the timeshare wow. guy, Robert Siegel. Um, or, or David Siegel? Looks like, uh, according to his name, Badge David Siegel, yeah. um, a great villain. Well, he owned that hotel. The, didn't he own the Planet Hollywood Hotel? Well, yeah, he they, the they had a partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was called West... Westgate PH. Yeah, well, he was trying to get 
he 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 kept fucking up and he was he wouldn't let go of it and eventually did sell it to someone else but it was a timeshare tower i think connected to planet hollywood wow i see look what at a, this yeah i just well i'm glad he met stallone <laughs> he also he got some he, fun out of it he eventually bragged about like his his horrible company did an aggressive vo- get out the vote in florida for their employees to vote for george w bush and then al gore lost by like 500 votes and when they did the survey of the employees like a thousand employees who said they wouldn't have voted did end up going to the polls and voting for george w bush so he oh, helped sway he the election. Yeah. Oh, is God. That, that's his most successful endeavor, I think, ever. Uh, that and building <laughs> that big, stupid house. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's Amer- well, America is his big, stupid, crumbling house. Also, in this photo, Stallone house. is rocking a kind of uh, one of these, uh, like, I think he's rocking a Planet Hollywood, like sort of one of those um, more chic Planet Hollywood shirts we were talking about. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 can, he can make it work. Look at that weird chain too. Weird like snakes or something around. I there's a there's a really I don't want to get on this tangent, but there's a really crazy ad for a Sylvester Stallone pen, and you watch oh, it in bad oh CGI. My God. He's all about the pens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that a? Fa- oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know about the pens. If you watch the Expendables, there's like one scene in every Expendables where he's like signing the Welcome to the Expendables. Let me sign your contract, and it's like a four thousand dollar skull pen. Wow. <laughs> Everyone loves the paperwork the sequences and the expendables. <laughs> yes, I need to know how the arrangement starts to become an expendable. I need to see lawyers looking it over and, and crisp close-ups of a fancy pen. I thought they were pen. boring, too, until I saw these, like, totally sweet-ass pens. Wow, Scott Adkins is putting on his reading glasses and taking out his official pen. <laughs> this might get me to watch him, actually. This does sound yeah. good. Um, and, then, and then real quick, here's Robert Earl uh, rubbing Trump's belly. Oh and uh, and here he is wow. with uh, Academy Award winner Kevin Spacey oh my God. <laughs> at a Planet, oh Planet Hollywood event. Uh, so, you know, he hobnobs with the greats. Uh, he's, he's, he's wonderful. I don't think, though, that he, like, in terms of, like that bad of guy i i don't know i don't want to say either way uh you know you probably sh- i should just stay out of this discussion entirely you never nothing know said, nothing you said other than it sounds other than him like i guess being like pear-shaped nothing sounds out of the ordinary <laughs> and that was and that was a quote i have not yeah, said any fruit that i think he looks like here's oh, trump there's trump at playing hollywood marla maples trump in With all a, black everything wow. look at the drip that's and not a backdraft jacket in the background? That does appear to be a backdraft jacket <laughs> in the background. And a full cigarette ashtray. Oh, man. We used to be a proper oh, wow. country. Oh, I feel shit. Like if he, if if he, he still... comes back in 2024 in the black turtleneck and a big black trench coat, it's like, oh, fuck. We might be done. Game over, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. I've, this, I've never been so attracted to Donald Trump, I have to say. <laughs> That if was he, very Bruce Wayne, that look. Again, yeah. to go well, back to... Well, it's mostly to, you're attracted... His proximity to the backdraft jacket is like, wow, this guy is really yes. the center of power. I know, yeah. No jealousy about uh, uh, being the president, being <laughs> having the nuclear codes, being so close to that backdraft prop. Uh, um, so, so 
anyways, uh, um, this guy is just such a funny character. And I do think there's another quote from from uh, from this Los Angeles magazine article. And this again. All right. So I'm, the story that I'm building of that he is a I think he is a theme restaurant addict. This says a lot about him. Uh, um, so he started he, he initially did uh, some restaurant called like the Beef Eater. He tried a lot of British themed restaurants in America and in Orlando. Uh, he uh, invented and operated what he estimates as 300 different uh, chain restaurants and theme eateries. 300 three different uh, uh, in England and America with names like Talk of London and Medieval Banquet. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Crown Place. Just like whatever <laughs> however I can read arrange royal words. Nice table. <laughs> that works great. Uh, he'd, be, he'd give you the thumbs up. Good, keep going. More, more. <laughs> well, are, are any of these medieval times predecessors or not just, just regular British food? I think they're just more like pubs or like a place where you'd go yeah. where they would make the waiters wear like the big weird like wh- what are the like uh, um, old British tutus you know what I'm saying like I, big I puffy little I don't know the name of it though um, like yeah. what would be like on a deck of cards right like and you're like a, he's like a <laughs> putting like a big King staff Henry in the, the ground kind of puffy pants thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. yes exactly yeah uh, uh, so they humiliated uh, their wait staff by making them wear. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, quote, in all of these places, it's generally agreed the food was terrible. Robert <laughs> Earl is a very good brand developer, says Peter Romeo from Restaurant Business Magazine. Yet food is perhaps not his strongest suit. The dining room experience where the fork hits the plate, that's his weakest point. So besides <laughs> the, the plate, besides what's on the plate in your restaurant, he's really good at restaurants. <laughs> Which continues to be true because has anybody been to a Buca de Beppo in the recent past? Not since we had to go for the city walks for the saga. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I actually, to be honest, I, I only learned about it at all from your guys's podcast. To be honest, oh, you didn't know the brand whatsoever. No, I don't know. For some reason, I just was not in my. Maybe I, I didn't grow up near them or something. I don't know why. For whatever reason, it looks. I love Italian food. Uh, yeah. Then don't go to Buca de Beppo. Yeah, maybe skip it. <laughs> the place where, like, truly, like, I don't understand how you mess up garlic bread. Garlic <laughs> bread, like, just slather butter or easy mac on bread. Like, it's like any, like, just Buy kitchen sink store. ingredients. Yes, Buy yeah, yeah. Any store. market, those are great. Throw it in the oven. Yeah. I don't know how they made such awful garlic the bread. There. Just on Aventura, they could just drive down the hill from City Walk, come back with the ingredients. And it would be like ten <laughs> just, times better. They make a, Kroger makes a serviceable frozen garlic bread. Uh, just do, yeah. just get that. Just right. do, put it right. Do you guys now. know what the origin of the name? The name is so is so fascinating to me. I is don't. it just like a a city or something? Huh. I don't know. And he didn't. Na- he owns it now. He didn't name it. But I am curious okay, okay. in the the like. Yeah. Does that translate to something or? Well, hmm. I know it, it plays a big role because one of the housewives bought into a location, a location in Encino okay, I, I or Thousand it. Oaks, and I was happy to learn that they also mispronounce it in hilarious ways, much like <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Right, what do you say? Buka, sorry, I, he says Peppo. He's, uh, Jason says Peppo. I, I yeah. said, I, I, which apparently translates to beephole. <laughs> uh, and, you, the, and you've called it just Buka, which I like, as like, because it's your friend. He tried yeah, to get around friend. it. He tried to get around it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got the answer here. If we, yeah. yeah, it's possible we've come upon this, and all three of us have forgot because that forgotten because that's happened a lot. I feel like on the show, <laughs> but it means my buddy's basement. 
because I Whoa. believe it, the first one was started in a tiny basement in Minneapolis. So huh. loosely That's translating crazy, to my buddy's basement, Buca de Beppo. Uh, did anyone come across Robert Earl's recent endeavors? Kind of a horrifying epilogue to the Planet Hollywood story. <laughs> I, I mean, I have something of that nature, <laughs> but uh, I, I yeah, you could if you if you want to read it. Is it about Hollywood and Vine? Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah, here, let me yeah, let me get to, let me build okay. to it. There's a little tease. Yes, that's that's this is the story that I'm that I'm weaving here. Uh, uh, so, anyways, um, uh, Planet Hollywood starts. They are uh, booming. Uh, um, uh, one thing to say we haven't said apparently there in this time people were not keeping track of the movie memorabilia very well, and you would think it'd be extremely expensive to get all this stuff. But in fact, like nobody cared at the time. Now auctions like all this stuff's going for millions of dollars. But they collected all of these items. Items so easily uh, um, like the axe from the shining <laughs> apparently oh. they found uh, in the in the garden shed of a guy who worked on the movie <laughs> it was just wow. sitting around all the fake blood on it and the people collecting props for the place said uh, what do you want for it and he said well I'll need another axe and that's all I had to pay um. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Replace the X. I love this. Whoever this guy is, I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Do you think we could get the sh- Dustin Hoffman shoes if we just sent them our shoes? <laughs> <laughs> two for trade. two. Yeah, just a nice trade. They're less scuffed. These shoes are yeah. They're better shoes. These are brand new shoes. Free Arguably. of charge. Um, so, anyways... The, the the chain gets off the ground. It's it's big right off the bat. Uh, people do love eating next to this stuff, taking pictures of it. As Jason said, Hard Rock Cafe, which he was currently working for, he just outside of the company said, eh, I'll do this other thing and start another thing without asking them. Hard Rock Cafe sues him. He's not deterred. I don't care. He called the lawsuit bullshit. That's, again, <laughs> theme restaurant addict. He has to do this. Uh, uh, so now he's, he's part of Hard Rock and Planet Hollywood. Uh, uh, how do we keep building this thing up? Um, Gangbusters success Uh, uh, Stevie Wonder would go around and sing happy birthday to people if he was in the restaurant like if it was somebody's birthday and the waitstaff went like he would follow them around and I'm doing it too that's how like genuinely high wattage the star power was back then sing happy birthday the regular song or he sing is happy birthday to you Happy his his specific happy his birthday version. Song. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's a medley. You get every right. type of happy birthday in there. Also, yeah. how did he follow them around? Sorry. Oh, um, tugged on a jacket or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so uh, the the stars are there. The events are huge. They gather up more and more celebrities. Uh, the company goes public, and understandably, because the company has so much value. As Jason said, the Orlando uh, Planet Hollywood is the largest grossing restaurant in the world. They make fifty million dollars a year. Wow. Yeah, can you believe that? 50 million for one location which was like mammoth i feel like they probably could fit like a thousand people at a time in there yeah and again as we mentioned on the dive episode a lot of these themed restaurants it's split 50 50 food and drink 50 50 merchandise so they're just moving yeah. merchandise into orlando and vegas like crazy in washington dc or atlantic city uh who knows how much they were really moving oh so half the half the revenue from the orlando one you said i'm saying ha- probably like, all of them the any of them like the a, a profitable theme restaurant 
will be like half food and drink, half merchandise, at least back in the day when they were really cooking. Um, and we've and seen Planet Hollywood was, was doing really good on both ends there. Yeah, at, the, at its height, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- did, I, I, mean, that lo- I mean, we were talking about the jackets and. Also, you mentioned the blue drinks earlier. Like, I just have a very visual. I feel like for some reason, I feel like I, I, inordinate number of friends of mine have that like my tie glass with the Planet Hollywood logo on it. Yes, which is, I don't have my friends don't have logos, cups from many different places. But for some reason, I've, I've seen that cup everywhere. <laughs> wow, I don't know. I know that sounds really specific, but that's crazy. I'm really like jealous crazy? too. I, like, I, I I would like one for sure. Yeah. I'll steal one for you next time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, next time from one of your friends. Yes. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, th- they go public. When they go public, the company is valued uh, at one point in time is higher uh, uh, valued higher than General Motors. <laughs> it's, I don't know how that's possible, but just billions of dollars this company is worth. Um, but you go public, and now you have to uh, now you owe things to shareholders, and you owe a certain amount of growth, which is why they started opening restaurants to such a crazy degree and also it all makes sense because when they do this people show up in droves because they want to see the celebrities in nashville Forty thousand people stood in a hundred degree heat to see uh lori petty in in moscow and uh, uh moscow it was such chaos that people were just like climbing up on parking garages and trying to get glimpses of people and somebody uh got himself into an unsafe position and fell off a rooftop and died there these things Things are such pandemonium that people are literally wow. dying at them around the world. They start going into the, like the trash cities, like Myrtle Beach and Niagara Falls, uh, uh, which those locations look so crazy. The Niagara Falls one is essentially abandoned. Like all of the Planet Hollywood branding is off of it. It's all it's just rotting away. It looks like Roman ruins just being yeah. reclaimed by nature. Tons of um, dilapidated prop cars outside. <laughs> <laughs> just like I could see, like just uh, constructors throwing, like workers throwing, like Armageddon spacesuits into the river and over the yeah. falls. <laughs> it looks like suicides to passersby. That's right. That's right. Is that spaceman okay? <laughs> oh, I should. Um, Jeff Rubin, you know Jeff Rubin, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He mentioned. I told him I was doing this. He's very excited. He just oh, was great. Like, he mentioned. Uh, his favorite thing that he saw at, at, at Planet Hollywood was um, the spacesuit from the movie Rocket Man. Remember, not the Elton John Rocket Man. <laughs> yes. It's uh, who's the guy? That's Is in it, it? Harlan, Harlan Williams? Yeah, Harlan Williams Rocket Man. So just it's a big inflated like fat spacesuit. Wow. wow! Oh, and it, it is in, in inflated mode. It's like so. It's it. You're looking at the version that's full of farts. I think so. I think it's like <laughs> it looks. It's like the funny one from when the I, I like a chip blows it up or something. <laughs> um. Wow. Wow. Well, thanks, Jeff, for bringing that to our attention, and thanks to our friend Andrew Grissom for loaning me a copy of Rocket Man on DVD <laughs> five years ago that I still have not returned or watched. Now that there's now that there's listener heat on me, I'm going to have to do something about it. Um, so anyways, um, 
this yeah this thing is growing to the, probably this unsustainable level and it's already becoming like the word is definitely out that the food is not good because there's these openings that all of these top tier celebrities come to and at the openings they always get outside caterers to make all of the food <laughs> they bring in food from other places we cannot possibly make tom arnold eat this slop so uh the that food reputation's getting out there um does robert earl uh say maybe we stop growing this as much maybe we try to make this all a little more sustainable no he wants more theme restaurants so with his own money outside of planet hollywood again he's always going around the back of the company that he works for (laughs) he starts a new thing and that is called the official all-star cafe does anyone remember the official all-star cafe the sports restaurant I vaguely remember hearing about, I mean, the whole, the spinoff, the other themed restaurants that Planet Hollywood tried to start could make their own episode. I, it's, I mean, we taught, we did cover Marvel Media before because they were involved in that. Yes, that's one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like not an, uh, uh, not enough that we're like opening restaurants in Moscow and people are falling off of buildings. Uh, uh, we got to be doing like every possible theme. Marvel is a go. Sports is a go. He gets Shaq and Wayne Gretzky and Ken Griffey Jr. involved. And wow. and he opened They're open in uh, there's one of those in Times Square in Vegas in Cancun. Disney World had one at the wild, wild, wide world of sports area. But the thing that Robert Earl didn't realize is that sports appeal is very regional so if you open a Times Square restaurant that Shaq endorses you're like I'm a Knicks fan I don't like Shaq (laughs) fuck Shaq why would I go to the Shaq place so these started failing right away immediately (laughs) bad news but he somehow still had like a 30 million dollar evaluation from the stock market so he's coming in hot even though these restaurants are all going to be gone in a year like clearly um but he's he's like well i need to rearrange things i have no choice but to dissolve this failing sports enterprise into planet hollywood and therefore give myself more stock because my stock in the sports thing will now combine with Planet Hollywood, thus diluting the stock of Arnold, Stallone, Bruce, Demi. <laughs> so his his need to have this sports place also makes Arnold and Stallone all mad at him. We're not making as much money, and there's like a general downturn happening anyway. Like the the their what profits. Year, what year is this? This is we're talking like if the peak of it was ninety five, they made twelve twelve point seven million. Ninety six, they made four million. Uh, in ninety six, their stock price was thirty two dollars and thirteen cents. By ninety nine, it was one dollar. That's how fast <laughs> oh, this plummet happened. So this stock- is like this is like some really insane version even more insane version of the big of the big short is what you're describing right now. Like yeah, yeah. so much splashier the amount yes. of money yeah. Much dumber, um, like like with more like as opposed to like you got to really like yeah. stop and pay attention to the bonds and whatever. This is about Captain Crunch Chicken, yeah, I, and the biggest stars star in the world. Started. I yes, have a yeah, video yeah. Uh, clip here that kind of sums up America's attitude towards this celebrity's <laughs> attitude, uh, and it's not a person you normally think of being a voice of reason. Here we go. What do you think of this? Is this it's getting crazy. Every one of these I go to, it gets crazier. Yeah, it's getting out of hand, dude. It's a lot to go through for a couple turkey burgers and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to go through for a couple turkey burgers and a hat. That's Mark Wahlberg. 
talking to an E Entertainment reporter about the Las Vegas opening, where uh, Whoopi Goldberg is carried in <laughs> on uh, like Cleo, like like, like, like Cleopatra, a, like a or something. Yeah. Yes, and Sylvester Stallone rides a chariot pulled by a horse. <laughs> Also, disappointing to hear uh, Mark Wahlberg, of all people, disparage burgers. He yeah, would, really? He would go on to, to start <laughs> to a business. A, a lot of burgers, trouble yeah. into doing exactly that and a massive reality show. And he just made this other crazy reality show that's just kind of like a stockholder's presentation for all of his various brands. Uh, right. It's called Wall, Wall, Street. Wall Street. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But and there's a part where there's a Wall Street sign at the beginning, and then spray paint paints out the this first L and turns it into an H, <laughs> and then it really is just like a PowerPoint. But uh, uh, Michael Eisner appears in it very briefly, so it's notable uh, for that. That reason. E reporter was familiar too. I can't remember his name, but I have that was a weird, real, real, real uh, flashback there for me. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a there's a clip, more clips of this online, and the best is him talking to Dan Cortez, who I believe is an MTV <laughs> of DJ. And yeah, they go like, yeah. "Oh, hold on, uh, take a step, uh, watch out, uh, Mary Tyler Moore is walking behind." <laughs> <laughs> but like, they stay on Dan, the Dan Cortez interview, and she just kind of waves. <laughs> yeah, who? Yeah, this legend. Get get inside. Yeah, get Enjoy inside. Yeah. Look, we're going so long. I apologize, but the the just if we're talking about crazy mashups of celebrity culture and, and like this this is what thank god all this happened and thank god robert had the theme restaurant addiction because we got magical moments like this in berlin stallone gerard depardieu and the fujis hanging out together Unbelievable. uh here's drew barrymore in the restaurant with a live tiger with a chain around its neck here's <laughs> steven seagal and a terrifying <laughs> donnie darko-esque bear in a I'm crown glad. I'm glad you got the bear, too. Yeah, I got the bear. Yeah, this, and yeah, this. in the wider shot, you can see the bear's T-shirt. Oh, there it is. It says Berlin groundbreaking. So this isn't even the opening. This is the groundbreaking with the bear. They pulled this together just to dig up a little dirt? That's right. <laughs> wow. Oh, there was another. Stallone did something like that where he, like, plows through a concrete wall for one that never opened. I forget where that was. <laughs> um, well, he they, destroyed it. That was not planned. <laughs> well, so I got to start over now damn it is this bear some kind of berlin like is he like the king is like berlin's official mascot or something it's it possibly like he's got a little weird. crown on it could yeah. yeah yeah it could just be a german thing he's where we're like bear. what is this he's the state bear yeah he's the country I'm very bear. scared <laughs> he's the country of him. bear he's their country bear yes yeah. uh i didn't know seagal was uh, allowed I, th- I always thought seagal like didn't get along with like the bruce willis's and the schwarzenegger's for some reason oh, oh. Is he, he's not an expendable? He's not an expendable. No. He's like the only one. Yeah, of that type. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe they sent. They only sent him to groundbreakings. The bear is actually uh, in the expendables. <laughs> <laughs> they hand him a fancy pen. He struggles yes, with his paws. <laughs> uh, let's go to Sydney, Australia. Here's Charlie Sheen and a koala. Here's uh, Danny Glover uh, blowing a didgeridoo. <laughs> Um, with like a shirtless chalked up native kind of guy uh here's george harrison at the (laughs) miami uh, planet hollywood it does not square to me whatsoever that george harrison would have ever set foot in a planet hollywood much less worn this bizarre shirt that is so much like all the shirts we've been looking at today (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) he's got converse on too he's wearing he's got a suit with that shirt and then he's got converse on as well kind of cool these people that we've seen like the, the 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 danny glover george harrison are they like 
just going there to be seen? Are they investors or a little bit of both? Well, uh, yeah, it started as they would give agents and celebrities like shares in lieu of payment. And then at a certain point, it just got so big there. They were saying like, yeah, we just need to invite them. We just need to get them a hotel room or fly them. In. Like we don't need to pay them. Okay. <laughs> They'll just oh, and, and there's probably not, and there's not that many to give. And by the time Earl dilutes it all with his sports shares, then like we can't. Like Harrison was begging to get involved. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> and they, but there was no room for him. Um, the here's uh, Ken Griffey Jr. looking kind of like stressed out next to uh, Dale of Chip and Dale in a bomber jacket. But it's Chip. He's got the brown nose, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that is Chip. It's like a chocolate oh, okay. chip. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. Ken's stressed out because of uh, whatever, like All Star Cafe is already failing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you, Ken. It's me, Robert. Uh, before you rock the red, the, the the red zebra carpet, you have lost ten million dollars in the last month all right have fun with chip <laughs> off you go um, here's uh, here's penny marshall in fatigues oh, wow. what uh, yeah what's this did she, she do this a lot the, she got the hat and the dog tags too it is like the premiere of like um what's that danny Glo- uh, dan uh, uh, dan devito movie renaissance man Oh, maybe. Oh, interesting. That's a p- pure guess. Is that Lori Petty? <laughs> or G.I. Jane? Oh, oh. It might be Lori Petty. Lori Petty's Lumen Law. I gotta catch up on... I gotta, I, I, I never G.I. seen G.I. Jane was just a serious movie. It feels like this would be kind of... But who knows? <laughs> a little yeah, like... Yeah, knows. like... She's back like in to do. Um, and then what was my... Is this the last one? Oh, here's, a, here's James Caan handing a child <laughs> a giant machine gun. <laughs> um, <laughs> while a, a baby looks on horrified. Yeah, this is not did. Planet Hollywood. This is like just a random photo in the middle of like, Los Angeles. <laughs> Here, hide this for me, kid. <laughs> um, here's... Oh, and this is the, this oh, is the, wow. the highlight. Yep, All right, we here we have uh, Bruce Willis in a fuzzy hat and sunglasses and a cutoff... Yep. Uh, a midriff revealing Planet Hollywood t-shirt with like his hairy chest hanging out. He's got a harmonica. Uh, He's got shorts kind of like riding a little too low to where we're going to start to see pubes and hanging (laughs) off of him is Anna Nicole Smith showing as much bare breast as can possibly be shown without nipple getting revealed. Right? Like there's like like, that fabric is hanging on uh, for dear life. Um, and then in the next one, they're sloppily making out. <laughs> Whoa! But he's got the he's got the mouth organ in prime position. He's got it ready to go. You know, yeah, with wow. the microphone on and everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna let this look like these. Like they're kind of debauched, and but they're both so happy. This is either like these were taken either at the the highest peak of the restaurant success, or like the day before they foreclosed. <laughs> So does it have an air of like last day before the apocalypse? Like they're they're like like either celebrating like success or it's like Berlin and it's all falling apart. (laughs) I'd like to think that all the celebrity investors all had sex together eventually. (laughs) Big weird pile that's Anna Nicole and Demi and Sinbad and Tom Arnold. (laughs) He was married to Demi at this point. I mean, yes, she's probably there. Stage going like what? (laughs) What is this? doesn't care i don't know I this he... thing is really weird to me <laughs> yeah, i don't know yeah, why am i yeah well, I'm, I'm, I'm like that seems more like nudity to me than what's going on <laughs> with her, her breasts you like no, take... i know exactly what you mean yeah <laughs> the more egregious thing yeah a man's stomach i guess 
<laughs> not hit. Isn't that like amazingly? We've we've seen a lot of Stallone pictures, and that guy's like pretty cut. There's no body fat on that guy. This I'm amazed. This is what Bruce Willis looked like. <laughs> you wanted him to be more shredded. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever been like shredded like that. And maybe not, because that's not his vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I think like John McClane's like an everyman, you know, just a, a beat cop from New York. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Playing a harmonica and <laughs> drinking wine coolers. Uh, I've I've got a Willis. This was in Esquire, one of their yeah. photo collages. Um, this is uh, one of the other big gets where you're like, I can't believe he's there, but he's there in like the funniest fashion. Uh, it's Jack. They got wow, Jack. wow! You don't say. That seems like too a little too big in a way. Yeah. Well, yeah. here I'm trying to get the the photo up again. Uh, he's got an open bottle of Jack Daniels and a full glass of it. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of cigarettes hanging out too. Who's he with? Who's is that? Who's is that? To me, more. That's to me. That's to me and Bruce. Yeah, Bruce at his at his hangout spot. You know. If what you, is wow. this photo? Like, is this some like eleven year olds collage? <laughs> no, the Esquire did the photos like it was a scrapbook. Oh, I see. It I was see. pretty cool. Yeah. God. I was not making fun of your uh, Photoshop skills. I, I, I knew no, there was no, no that's fine. <laughs> like, apparently, Nelson Mandela would show up too. Like truly, like the hugest people on earth. Would. Nelson Mandela dined with Harry Belafonte and Danny Glover at the private room at the Times Square one. <laughs> The Maryland room, of course. The The Maryland room. Yeah, yeah. We all know. I don't even need to say it. We all know. In my brain, like, no matter who, like, Belafonte or Nelson Mandela, like, whenever they show up, they come, like, leather jackets, sunglasses, shotgun, and, like, John, 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 the Terminator thing. Yeah. (laughs) They played that through the entire restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. That's just, like, a rule. You have to wear that and mm-hmm. that music plays <laughs> and then they all played individual harmonica solos <laughs> go mandela go um, so anyways hedonism craziness the biggest stars in the world but it's starting to unravel every one of these restaurants costs a million dollars to build and then a million dollars to promote but again does robert turn around and slow the ship down no ahead we go marvel mania i say cool planet i say an ice cream store with a whoopi goldberg flavor and (laughs) with no further elaboration in this article and apparently also a flavor called blue Barrymore. <laughs> These existed. There were a uh, wow. Third Street Promenade had Cool Planet, a plant, the Planet Hollywood ice cream place. Oh I can't yes. find any photos of this. Nobody bothered to document it. Um, why? Why are we diluting things so much? But surely he would stop there, right? No. He decided, what if there was a theme restaurant based around music? And perhaps somebody should have said, there already was that. You worked for it. You left that to do this. No, <laughs> no. I them. want one. <laughs> um, and thus he opened a place called Sound Republic. Hard Rock is <laughs> your, <laughs> that's your grandpa's music themed restaurant. Sound Republic is the future. It costs $28 million to build <laughs> the single location. So how do you turn a profit from a restaurant with it that costs $28 million? Um, so all of this to say, 
things start unraveling. There are way too many of these Planet Hollywoods. They start closing. Every one of these spinoffs closes almost immediately. Uh, the original founder, Keith Barish, left. 2000, Arnold, le- Arnold left. They, you know, they still get together to like give each other meatballs or whatever. Um, <laughs> he would not uh, be back. <laughs> in one case, he would not be back. Um, they uh, Then they're asking him in this article, what are you going to do? You got to turn this thing around. He says, I know it's not called Planet Hollywood anymore. It's called Planet 2000. <laughs> Great. That'll do it. <laughs> Apparently, that's what they did in Miami. They just changed it to Planet 2000. That might have mm-hmm. George Harrison may have set foot in Planet 2000 in his life. Mm-hmm. Two um, locations in Miami. You know, always good to have two. They just two in just in Miami. So Planet Hollywood is different than Planet 2000. Oh, so I that, guess so. I want, I want that shirt. I want a Planet 2000 shirt. That That's sounds like a limited there, edition yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It not exist. If they, they exist at all. That's $2,000 at least. Um, and this was in the year 2000, I assume? <laughs> probably almost, yeah. <laughs> a lot of symmetry. Um, anyway, they, it was then, a weird year, though, because it was that and... Um, Fox was called Fox 2000 for briefly. And oh, then yeah, right. Why? Blues Brothers 2000 was just a movie. They just called it 2000. In 98, yeah. way before yeah. 2000. That's right. That's right. Name fever. <laughs> um, then the idea was like, what if we get new, cooler celebrities involved, like Ben Affleck and In Sync? What if we steal In Sync's money? Okay, will that do anything for you? Well, uh, it's no Jacob Sartorius, but that'll come in time. You know, <laughs> he's like not even probably wasn't alive. Not, <laughs> probably not. Like he was. I think his parents were like not even. They were minors still, I think, at this yeah. point. Ni- I looked him up. He's 19. So, yeah, he was not alive. He's 19 now. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob's, if, if all the listeners are like, God, these guys are so ignorant. I went through a huge Jacob Sartorius era. Well, younger <laughs> listeners probably know him, but it would be weird if we were 36-year-olds and like, well, of course we know Jacob Sartorius. <laughs> well, one of us is like that. That's true, Jason. Uh-huh. You are like that. <laughs> I thought you would like come across him in like the tween fest, like, produ- like, like as a reference point. What medium that. was he on? Was Who he like fucking a- knows? Like Vine or <laughs> like uh, 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 Meep Mope something that's not around yeah. anymore some like some like doomed like Planet Hollywood social media app they tried like last minute like, I, P- PH plus yeah <laughs> Mike what was the WWE one that they went Planet. in well there was a, they, it wasn't theirs but it was Tout Tout yeah tout. he might have been on Tout he might have been on Vine Tout about um, Tout um yeah so look the wheels start coming off they declare uh they they declare bankruptcy a bit of the wobblies um and yet this motherfucker manages to keep the brand alive despite two bankruptcies despite losing the celebrities we of course know it is still the casino the restaurants are still around a little bit new ones are are opening up and not only that he has not turned his back on new theme restaurants he is a theme restaurant (laughs) addict we know about Earl of Sandwich. We know about Chicken Guy <laughs> with Guy Fieri. And this brings us to what Jason was alluding to. <laughs> a, monkey's per- a monkey's paw curled somewhere. Someone said, like, <laughs> I wish we had something like Planet Hollywood. And it just curled. <laughs> 
And thus, but thus, you know, Robert's generation had to combine with the Sartorius generation. And luckily, <laughs> he had a, Sartor- a member of the Sartorius generation in his own family, and that is his son. This is Robbie Earl. He has a kid now, and his kid opened a restaurant called The Breakfast Club. Wow. So there is a new generation of Earl theme restaurant addiction. The Breakfast Club is at Hollywood and Vine, and it is described as a restaurant where influencers and vloggers eat regularly. <laughs> like wow. a new media wow. Planet Hollywood with no proof. There's no like I there's no pictures of Sartorius hanging out or whoever the hell is popular, or any of these TikTokers. You would think that would they're be making important. it up. You would think that would be important to a place that's all about social media and influencing to have a lot of documentation of it. <laughs> well, it's an authentic place where they can create content, Mike. You oh, know, okay. get yourself an $18 breakfast burrito. You know, the breakfast meal that's usually famous for being <laughs> under $10. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, oh, the yeah. mascot. I feel like you have to mention the mascot. Yeah, know yeah. What's oh, the name of the right. podcast? What's up with this mascot? Um, well, he's a pre like uh, these are real pre NFT is what he is. He's like he's he was uh, an ugly animal before it was cool. This is he's like a real like kind of sly perverted panda or something. <laughs> it's like a yeah. lounging stone panda like yeah, rubbing a nipple with I his can't big paws. He's rubbing his own tummy like Robert was rubbing Trump's. <laughs> Do they only serve breakfast here? Uh, I, I think they do. I think they're only open in the morning. And then, you know, and, you know just kind of like basic stuff. Like, here's the pancake platter, uh, you know, with just and they got some toppings and stuff. And it's, so it's a couple pancakes with syrup and butter. And it's only twenty four dollars. Mm-hmm. Reasonable price like for what you can make a, at home for 60 cents. It comes on a big piece of wood, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm intrigued by that piece of wood. I don't think you get to keep it, but I, I'm interested why it's this, like it's not a plate; it's a slab. That was for that was touched by Harrison Ford in Clear and Present Danger. It's <laughs> from the old collection. <laughs> it's a bit of, you have to bid on these meals. <laughs> wow, it's it's not got up to a thousand. I would shit. like to go here. I would like to go here soon. And it's yeah, at, you want to go? Well, it's at Hollywood and Vine, Mike, and I believe uh, they I also love going to Hollywood and Vine. You love that always there. famous cross section. Uh, uh, <laughs> I believe they also implied that Robert Earl may have helped. Uh, create uh, helped with the developing 1600 vine which I think not 100% sure I believe it's the apartment building where all the content creators all the vine people used to live in one apartment wow really building and uh, now I'm sure they've pivoted to TikTok or whatever but uh, it is right around the corner they had to find a new avenue that was called TikTok just to make the symmetry go on (laughs) yeah Wow, I think this this proves though that Robert Earl, if we could get a hold of him, would maybe do a podcast venture, oh, God. A podcast restaurant. Oh, you're right. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. he's going to launch our. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, what would be called? Would be called like rate and sub, uh, like eat and subscribe, or <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would depend. I mean, if it's a full restaurant, yeah. I mean, it, I guess you could go niche. It could be ice cream, like Planet, whatever the name of the Planet Hollywood ice cream place was i already forgot <laughs> cool uh, planet so like there'd be like a i mean there'd be like a joe rogan burger and like a, like a yeah but but a dax shepherd's fries <laughs> they would all be there but if we want to stay within the like you know stay with how robert likes to do it the hamburger would just be called hamburger with <laughs> <Yeah>. fries 
and it would be uh, just the grilled cheese. It would be, and then you would see Dax would at least be on the red carpet once. But the cocktails would, would all be themed, though. Yeah, they, the cocktails they, would be they, named yeah. after podcasts. The, well, uh, the, the the spooky mental haunted house. Yeah, spooky mental haunted <laughs> tribute house. Tribute to Whitney Cummings' tweet defending Joe Rogan, a you, reference that will only make sense this very week. Enjoy it. You get okay. a, a sampler, yes. a sampler of different shooter, a sampler of like shots or little tasting, like a tasting thing that says like every podcast, all three, every podcast has three hosts who look like this. You know <laughs> that funny picture. That That's I love very it. Funny. Oh, it's so funny. Keep sending it, folks. And accurate. We all know who's who. It's clear. You all have the same answer for it. Um, uh, the shot glasses should be little stars, like for your yes, to get your five good. stars that we all need so much on iTunes. This is this is the bone marrow of podcasters. Give us our stars, or we collapse. Mm-hmm. But one of you guys has if one of you guys if you guys get invited to this uh, an opening as podcasters yourselves you have to like one of you has to come with a, a harmonica or something. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna say has to wear a big a belly shirt, <laughs> and I'll do it. Show some um, midriff. I'll wear I'll wear I'll wear fatigues and a belly shirt <laughs> to the opening. That's a guarantee. And a weird fuzzy hat and sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And bring a uh, a changed tiger as your date. Podcast restaurant is a legit good. I mean, in the context of this conversation, is a legit good idea. (laughs) Yeah, right. Is it right now? (laughs) Right now, here in this. I mean, this guy made. According to all, uh, it'll be a good idea for like five years and crash horribly. But you'll get a couple of good years. Mm -hmm. Sure. There could be like a Sunday that's just vanilla ice cream, uh, marshmallow fluff, and whipped cream, and it says a group of white men is called a freaking podcast. That's another evergreen joke that no one ever gets sick of hearing. <laughs> yeah, it's look, I think Robert, because Scott is saying has an addiction to yeah. getting restaurants. So I He's think gonna, you got to give the addict a fix is what I'm saying. So we get in front of him and we go, Robert, do you listen to podcasts? And he goes, oh, of course I do. <laughs> Poddy cat. You mean Poddy cast? Yeah. That's right. what I call them. Uh, and then he's, As a normal shape man, you must appreciate podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who does not resemble uh, any particular fruit, an unflattering fruit. <laughs> A normal shaped man. I mean, it, it is shocking that Stallone, Schwarzenegger, or Willis has not made an unlistenable vanity podcast yet. Have they? Oh, you're right. Maybe we just uh, missed it. Who? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't think so, but it's possible. It's it possible feels like that's listen. coming this year. Like, it feels like the wave of like, didn't someone really? Isn't Tom Hanks doing a podcast? Oh boy. He's, See? Probably more. I'm sure he's more compelling as a podcaster than Schwarzenegger would be. I would think be. so. Yeah, but it's the beginning. It could be the beginning of a train. He's doing a Band of Brothers podcast. Oh, um, okay. Gotcha. So it could be the beginning of a wave of A-list podcasters. I mean, I, look, I would like if all of the Planet Hollywood investors all started a podcast network, the Planet Hollywood Podcast this Network. Is, what is that, what'd you call it? Is that Ho-Ho or whatever? <laughs> and, Expendables Ho. podcast now. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Uh, play, wait, what was it? Playho, play, yeah. Uh, Planet Hollywood Playho, uh, the Playho podcast network. And every time <laughs> a new episode drops, there's a lavish opening. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's tigers and koalas everywhere the eye can see. <laughs> Every episode, 
We need this blockbuster the culture to come back. We miss it. We don't know who's a star anymore. I don't know who's popular. I don't, I've, I've missed Sartorius entirely. We need to give the ball back to our betters, the 90s celebrities. They yeah. were the best at movies and the best at blues harmonica. And, may, and if, if everything's moving to podcasts, then they need to as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think that we'll send an email to Robert Earl and we'll have a plans drawn up for a podcast network and a series of 80 chain restaurants by <laughs> next week. <laughs> and if we can time it correctly, then we th- we could make it out of this endeavor with $20 million each, or yes. we all personally we, lose $20 million. Sell the stock quickly is, the, is what we have to do. Yeah, well, we, we get, yeah, we'll get, we'll get the, the, the Queen of Versailles guy to help us, uh, you know, <laughs> funnel our money into something yes uh to hide it we'll only we'll be paid in uh credit we can only uh redeem at the planet hollywood resort in goa india which <laughs> yeah they've got what? deals for monsoon season that's the summer and monsoon season it seems to be their busy times of year <laughs> oh wait so wait the, yeah i wish so if you never canceled the credit card would it still be a valid credit card you think Whoa. i think yeah i don't I, I I do wonder about that. Or would it have just transferred to like, you know, whatever bank was backing it? Would it have just been like, oh, it's a visa, you know, at Wachovia now? Yeah, you know? yeah. I would hope uh, if you're not getting the logo on there, you're, that's, that's a loss. Yeah, and if you can't <laughs> get the reward, if you can't convert rewards to merchandise, you know? <laughs> I'd be maybe, disappointed. Maybe all your bucks go to like All-Star Grill, whatever. Are any of the, are, is All-Star Grill... Did any of those survive? Like, can I go to like one random one that's still, you um, know, how, like there's still one blockbuster that exists. Like, is there still yeah. one all-star grill or is whatever? Is there still a planet movies, the combination project with AMC theaters? <laughs> oh yes. In Columbus, Ohio. If any listeners are from there, that looks unbelievable. They did a big, op- it was like, this was a massive complex that was a planet Hollywood restaurant and planet movies by AMC of a 30 screen movie theater and the all-star sports cafe. <laughs> There was all of this together next to each other in Columbus, Ohio, that was opened up by uh, Kelsey Grammer and Shaq, all holding up big movie <laughs> tickets. This is where you can come to see the, the next Kelsey Grammer flick. <laughs> Every, that's a real, which, which wolf... The one you feed, which wolf comes out of you? Everyone is a Kelsey Grammer to Shaq. Um, Grammer uh, announced the intro, but immediately fell off the stage and broke his ankle. Oh, no, Kelsey. <laughs> stop doing these events. Exactly. Yeah. Again, come on. Scan the stage before you walk on it. Uh, uh, Pat, it's been so fun to have you. Any any, any closing thoughts? Have you? Has this invigorated you? Are you like, uh, do we all need to uh, uh, go bang down the doors of the Times Square restaurant and get in there again and party. I, th- I mean, if it's genuinely closed forever, I, I I would be sad. I actually did like it because, like I said before, it's just like I mean, the food. I don't really care. The food's it's not good, but <laughs> almost none of the food in Times Square is good. So it's really just about what's what you're looking at around the food. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I mean, it was such a, I, I would happily bang down the door because I just feel like it is such a, um, it's just, a, it's, you know, I'm sad that it's, it failed so spectacularly, but I'm glad that it did at the exact moment it did because it froze it in time 
in this like late nineties thing, which is just so much of my heart is that <laughs> like it accidentally is a museum to be my favorite time in movie history. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like they they didn't think it was going to be a tribute to that and only that, but that's how it ended up. And like, hey, it's yeah, it's when uh, Hollywood was still on top and things were expensive and crazy and loud. And um, yeah, and you know what? There's just enough of it left. That's what I like. Like, unlike some, a lot of these places we're going to talk about this month are gone and completely all star cafe to answer your question is gone completely. But that one, uh, I mean, as long as one or two of them hold on, it's a bummer if uh, if time. Times Square is gone, but we're we're rooting for you, Times Square. Yeah. If, just, if, if I if I if I see it open when I walk by there, I will I I will go in and give you send you guys a photo or something. Please, please oh, do. Please, yeah. Uh, well, just tell it like uh, uh, book plane tickets for us, and we'll pay you back. Okay, we want to get right there ASAP. Uh, um, well, this was uh, such a blast. Pat Castles, you survived podcast the ride. What an awesome uh, chat! Thanks for giving us your time here. Of course, um, thank those. I hope this was great. Oh yeah, yeah. so so yeah. much fun. Uh, uh, let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, sure. Uh, full frontal with Samantha B. Uh, is uh, at this as as of this season. We're on Thursday nights now at ten p.m. All right. So tune on TBS. So mm-hmm. tune in there. I think have you like, ever um, been involved? How about, oh, here's a question on that show or college humor. Is there any, is there like a, is there a prop or something that you would be proud to donate to a plant? If you had to represent some oh, wow. of your work in such a facility. I, well, uh, I don't know. I mean, weirdly, I, I, uh, college humor, uh, I, I visited the New York office kind of before they kind of could, they let go of unfortunately had to let go of a lot of people within the last couple of years but i visited the new york office and uh they had like a lot of the old props that from my time i felt i felt like methuselah coming in there being like oh like like it was or like the old dorm room and i I graduated 10 years ago or whatever but um (laughs) i was shocked i couldn't believe that a room that like a lot of the old weird props like we had a tv show on mtv like for like a week uh, <laughs> right. Back in the early, in the late 2000s. Oh, a Viacom so, television show. That should be readily available could, still to this day. <laughs> yeah. Can I do, okay, so we got the podcast restaurant. We got the influencer restaurant. Third restaurant is like different, like, and I think you could probably donate some stuff here too, is like late aughts, early 2010s internet comedy restaurant the, the kings of dot comedy era, of course. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Some <laughs> super quote. deluxe, uh, some super deluxe merch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, no, we'll we'll correct. Well, you know, I'll 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 call my friends at Funny or Die and go get the the forehead to tase Marion Cotillard's forehead to tase the baby from the landlord. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the, land, the baby from the landlord. <laughs> yeah, just the physical baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, they'll, they'll, uh, Mikhail send her over. Um, yeah. Well, all right. Well, we'll start that too. The King Kings of Dot Comedy, the restaurant. Uh, uh, wait, did I cut off your 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 uh, your pluggery though? Uh, uh, Samantha B. On uh, the, no, I was get Thursdays, ten p.m. Full frontal. Um, and I'm my Instagram handle is just Pat Castles. My one word. That's it. Fantastic. Awesome. And, uh, uh, yeah, and of course, all these future restaurants at some point. 
Of course. Yeah, you know, we are pre-plugging these things once they're up and running <laughs> and, and failing in seven years. Uh, <laughs> as for us, uh, we'll put up a lot of these pictures and videos and garbage. There'll be t- too much bonus content, I think, on our Twitter, uh, where you can follow all the celebrary happenings at Podcast The Ride. You can also go to said Twitter uh, to find out about tickets to our upcoming live show in Brooklyn or visit thebellhouseny.com. And for the full celebrary episode lineup, including the recent irresistible episode alan hale's lobster barrel uh check out <laughs> podcast the ride the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride um you know th- th- we talk about rides here every week but there's nothing uh, suddenly there's no ride that i care about as much as the uh the, the what was it the deal em up the appetizer the high roller yeah yeah I, imagine that's... I just want to be on a big one of those like in a spinach and artichoke dip and that's what I'm gonna dream about tonight yeah uh, I'd like to, I'd like to keep it as is not plus it up or demolish it I want to keep the appetizer wheel as is thousand percent yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah. it's perfect thank you robert for everything it's perfect you're perfect let's all Thanks. say thank you robert at the same time <laughs> one two three Thank, Thank you, you Robert. Robert. And one more harmonica blast, too. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. Hold on. This is for Bruce. For, for Bruce. Bruno. For Bruno. It's on fun time. Beautiful. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.